The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Not even going to try it. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> How are you? Uh, it is the Morning Sickness. Hi, my name's John. Sounds like a different person, but it's not. Uh, there's Brady. There's Brett. Big yeah. Dick Toledo's out there somewhere. Uh, as we uh, go past Easter now, somehow in 2023. So hungover. Excuse me. <clears throat> as I make more egg yolk. It has been a weekend of egg yolk, constant and flowing. Me too. And Brett's got it God. too. What is in our air? It is disgusting. Everybody I talked to on Friday night, and I look, there was a moment I got home Friday. I didn't move from after the the, major, the, the Maverick party on uh, Friday night. I got home, hit the couch, and I don't think I got off of that couch other than to pee. And I'm not sure I got off every time I had to pee. I think I might have <laughs> stayed a couple of times. I was soaking wet. And I got uh, uh, I went over and uh, one time got up for about five six minutes. Went outside yesterday afternoon, and the air got me again. And I don't know what it is. I can't even be outside. It's like it's the devil's air. I don't get it. But it was brutal. My eyes were sealed shut multiple times. I could have filled a two liter bottle with egg yolks. <laughs> Brady loves to hear that. Well, I'm sure you'll be oh. showing him later. Oh. Before this, before the morning's out, you will hear a in the middle of a sentence, and it'll bubble up. But I feel much better now. But yeah, I don't know how I got through Friday. Friday was brutal. Yeah, and uh, tussened up. I know we had to cut the show early. Yeah, I get home Friday. Oh wait, yeah, we left Friday morning. I don't know. Friday night, I get home, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm done. So I uh, and I know it's all going in my chest. So I rub that, you know, Grandma's Vicks, Vicks all over my chest. They have Vicks has new stuff. I haven't used Vicks since I was a kid. I don't moisturizing think. in it. Or no, anything? they uh, there's patches for your shirts. Oh, you have to get that glop all over you. Yeah, because it would ruin a shirt. Yeah, I well, you know, I used to have to put a t-shirt on, put it all over your chest, and wash it off the next morning. Does it still have that smell though? Oh, yeah, well, okay. here's the problem. Right. I rub Vicks all over myself. I laid on the couch. I'm going away, and I'm like, I can't smell the Vicks. And I'm like, oh, no. The vid. I got the vid. And I just spent, <laughs> I don't know how much time with how many people. And I'm like, I'm the worst person in the world if this is the vid. And I took a, a vid test on Wednesday last week when I didn't feel good. Came back negative. 
And then the, the sense of smell goes away, and I'm like, ah, I'm done. If this is COVID, I've got to call 3,000 people. <laughs> and uh, luckily, it came back negative again, and then the egg yolks came back. So we're all going through it Doesn't together. Doesn't the uh, whatever strand we're on now, I think uh, loss of smell is not uh, well, prominent. But it, who knows it probably, which one I catch? Who knows yeah. what's next? I have no idea who's going anywhere or whatever, but uh, <laughs> this isn't right. <laughs> Uh, but we do have to say congratulations to our winner. Toledo did some research. Tristan something or other is That's his name. That's right, Tristan. Remember. Tr- really? Yeah, Tristan yeah. something or other. Uh, your guess of Greg would have been terribly sour. <laughs> uh, really wrong. But Tristan won $5,000 in the Easter keg hunt on uh, Friday night. Uh, and he wore his son's gear and uh, had his big giant orange shirt. He looked fantastic. All the pictures online. A great party. Mavericks was amazing. Uh, it was it was fun, and you can going see. to buy his lady a hooker. He said, "Yeah, he's going to get his lady friend a prostitute for this five thousand dollars, which I can't complain about." He looked like a walking cheetah. He did. He looked like yeah. a giant, like yeah, flaming hot cheetah. Well, maybe not. It was a nice weekend for him. Uh, it, it seemed uh, it seemed like a nice weekend to win five thousand dollars, but uh, I mean, that's five thousand. Why five when you can win ten? I mean, that's what Fanduel did for me. Yep. You didn't see oh, it? Yeah. No. Well, the, I was out all weekend. Our Thursday. 9900 and $9. You actually I took chased a, I took a $10 bet, and then I put 200 on the same bet. Wow. And it was a massive, silly oh, bet. And I got, yeah, 9980 bucks. Unreal. What an Easter. I have risen. <laughs> and I went, yay, on the couch, and <clears throat> egg yolks just flew out of my mouth because I couldn't say a word all weekend. You know what I ended up doing was watching a lot of Love Boat because it's on the Pluto channel. The I mean, original. The, oh, yeah, I'm not watching the new thing. I don't know what that is. How many times did you see Charo? Charo was not on one episode. No kidding. Yeah, no. It seemed like she was on every other episode. I, I thought the same thing. I started to try to guess who the stars John Davidson. John Davidson was on. Milton Berle uh, was on one that was really bad. I mean, it that how that show stayed on and became legendary. Just goes to show that our parents... And they would load it up with all the idiots. sitcom stars. Well, they, it was yeah, it was a deal below, to promote yeah. new shows. Rue uh, McClanahan, Betty White. Jamie Farr. Uh, ja- I didn't see Jamie Farr on there at all. But I mean, like, and then like side piece actors that were always like just in a bunch of shows that you knew their faces. You never knew who they were. Alan Thick, Like there was loads of them. And I'm like, how dumb were our parents that this show was a top 10 super hit for a few years this is a this is an incredibly low bar of entertainment. And then you, and you know I complain that there's nothing on TV now. I can't imagine if that was a modern show and people are like this is a hit. It is so bad. I, I, I and I've seen this episode recently, but Dick Van Patten uh, physically abused Rue McClanahan for liking uh, Captain Steubing too much. I mean, he, like took two big hunkin haymakers and knocked her stiff. Wow! Right there on the love boat, and then I'm dying laughing because like. That's not the love boat. And this dude is, to see Dick Van Patten, you know, domestic violence Dick Van Patten, was, for some reason made me laugh. But then when they, uh, you know, finally port at the end, and they're no, walking no, they weren't getting along. Ha- no, <laughs> nope, it didn't work <laughs> no, they out. Didn't, they didn't go from, you know, a couple, of, couple of straight rights to Rue's cheeks uh, into, you know what, we made it work. Uh, no, she ended up, uh, Meryl saved her, and they, they carted Dick Van Patten away. Nice. It was pretty great. Yeah, I was waiting so to see. that was a good episode. I was waiting to see how that... Oh, that was a great... Anytime you can beat Rue McClanahan on TV in a comedy, I'm in. When there's a laugh track 
and you're beating Rue McClanahan. I'm not sure how you tie those things together, but they did it seamlessly. And Dick Van Patten went off the boat, uh, cuffed, and like, you'll see, I'll come out with dog food. Tom you know Bradford. What? Wow. Yeah, Tom Bradford Jeez. from Made Is Enough. The, uh, the crazy part is, it, he didn't get carted off. He just left. Like, everybody was okay. On his own. I think he had, like, police waiting for him. I assumed it. But, so, when you're in that uh, allergy medicine haze, oh, yeah. seems like everything, like, you can sit through most anything. Benadryl allowed me to just stare at terrible television and giggle at the weirdest stuff. But it was, uh, yeah, I'm getting through it. It's what you do. And then, I don't know if this was real or not. Did the Dalai Lama make out with a boy? I, I hadn't heard, heard that. Okay, so... I think I saw this. <laughs> Dalai Lama, <clears throat> it was like 3 in the morning, and they did a story that the Dalai Lama, who's 87, and I don't know nothing about no Dalai Lama. I don't have any idea of what goes on with that religion. I know you got to wear uh, a coat a lot, the big and, orange thing, and, and then you got to be quiet a lot. Yeah, isn't That's about he all a relatively new Dalai Lama? Oh, no, I think no. he's been around for a bit. Are they like the Pope that you just get a new Dalai Lama every yes. so many years? Again, or? I don't know okay. anything about this one. This one's so foreign to me. It, it looks funny. It seems silly, uh, and all they do is say things that Confucius said. And uh, so he had a little boy on his lap. This is real. Brett found it. Okay, yeah. so he had a little boy in his lap, and he asked him to suck his tongue. Uh, so this little boy sits on the Dalai Lama's lap. That's real. I couldn't tell if I dreamed uh, that or not because it was in the middle of the night. I forget. The little boy sits on his lap. He's like, uh, give me a hug. He's like, okay. Probably commercial. He's like, how about a little kiss? And the and little boy kisses him. Now, here I thought the Dalai Lama wasn't allowed to talk. I thought he only had to come out of like every February 2nd to tell everybody how much longer he's going to be alive. And then uh, he goes, okay, how about a kiss here? And he says, and kiss him on the mouth. Little boy kiss him on the mouth. And then he says, and one for, uh, why don't you suck on my tongue? And he sticks his tongue out. And right before the little boy, like, he, it's the Dalai Lama. He's yeah. like, all right. So he, he goes to stick his tongue out and French kiss the Dalai Lama, for God's sake. <laughs> and everybody's like, maybe... Maybe he's not, uh, yeah. <laughs> this is the report I saw. A boy sparked outrage on social media. It was in the middle media. of the night, so, uh, that English girl. From, from February at an event in India. shows the spiritual leader kissing a boy on the lips and then asking the child oh, to suck oh. my tongue. In a statement, the Dalai Lama's office says the oh, spiritual leader regrets real. the incident. For more now, let's go to CNN's Vedika Sud, who's live from New oh. Delhi. Vedika, can you walk us through what we can see? Yes, I can walk you through it. That's sultry English. It's a lady. senile 87-year-old man in a dress. I mean, Kid Rock should shoot up whatever beer that guy drinks. <laughs> I wanted to see Chris Hansen come busting out of the curtains. Yes. Yeah. How you doing tonight? <laughs> oh, I suck tongue. It is tradition. 87-year-old men do 87-year-old men things. And no matter how much we think they've been touched by any, you know, celestial gift, they still are 87-year-old men, and they're going to lose their minds. The only way you can be celibate, I think, from learning is you, you got to cut them off. Or... <laughs> I don't know if this is sexual as much as it's just super-duper confused. And Biden's sitting there going, yeah, yeah Lama, yeah. go <laughs> get it. Oh, we're a year and a half away from our president licking a boy. There's no question about it. <laughs> you don't put 80-year-old uh... men under pressure. They crack, and that's what's going on. Oh, he licked a little boy's tongue, and he's got a big smile on his face. 87 years he's been cloaking that. <sighs> Finally got her done. Yeah. I couldn't, I honestly didn't know if I dreamt that or not. I, that very same thing I'm you dreaming it. Yeah, it doesn't seem right, does it? And it's because you, I personally think it's because we put all this, you know, weight on how important this Dalai Lama he's touched by 
whatever they believe and all this stuff. And he's divine. And all. No, he's not. He's 87. He's a carbon-based uh, animal that will uh, disintegrate in time. And he starts to break down. And this dude's broken down in a big way. He's starting to lick boys. That's a rule in every job in the world. When you lick a boy, you're out. That is a, I think that is a Clarify rule. Clarify that. Every single job in every single nation, I would imagine, licking a boy, you're out. I think that's a country rule in every single country in the world. No boy licking. Especially when you're 87. Trying to find okay. Here's his here's his official statement. Oh, then he said a video clip has been circulating that shows a recent meeting when a young boy asked His Holiness the Dalai Lama if he could give him a hug. His Holiness wishes to apologize to the boy and his family, as well as many friends across the world, for the hurt this uh, his words have caused. His Holiness often teases people he meets in an innocent and playful way, even in public and before cameras. He regrets the entire incident. He uh, says when he dies, he's gonna his reincarnation. He'll be a young boy. That's right, licking Dalai Lamas. That's exactly what he wants to do. Eighty-seven-year-old man licks boy. Automatic jail sentence. I know Buddhists and stuff. They're gonna be. Oh, you can't say that about the Pope licked. The, remember the Pope smacked that lady. I thought that was pretty gangster. She got a fresh one. She got a fresh one because you know he's over there hey, in Rome. How you doing? He's learned a few things since he moved to Rome. But. uh you know, everybody kind of thought maybe he's a little too old and he's, you know, a little reactive. But at the same time, you're like, all right, I'll give it to him. He's the Pope. You can smack a lady. She was walking over people to get to the Pope. Getting a little handsy. She, she deserved a good five across the face. Now, if a little boy rolled up and he gave him a lick, he'd be like, okay, the Catholics, you're the only ones who would uh, back this up. And you have to be looking at this like, all right, at least we're not the only ones. Stop licking the kids. Religious figures. Can we have that rule? Can can you religious people, Brady, on Sunday, can you make a stand and just somebody be confrontational and go, hey, I just got to say something before we get going. Show of hands. No kid licking? Are we all in on this? Or does anybody want to defend that? And then just see if anybody says, well, now, hold on. It didn't, it didn't necessarily. Like Father Dale. Yeah. I'm talking to a guy who just had a, a meeting with Father Dale, the, the kid licker from uh, my high school. And uh, uh, the guy I'm talking to is like, yeah, I had a dinner with him. I was, he works for a production company. He's like, we're supposed to do this story about him. And he goes, and everybody there, so I'm, he's innocent. I'm like, oh, my God. I, look, I know the people he did stuff to. And he may not have been the one that was actually performing, but he was. Helped hide. And he was tugging meat and he was. Transferring. Hiding. He was definitely involved. Maybe like, watching. On. Why do you think they don't let him in? Oh, he was watching. And he was the one getting naked in front of the, the, the kids. And people will put that beaming light of holiness around stuff. I don't think you can be called his holiness anymore after you've licked a child. It's, I've never licked a kid. It's those religious. They go crazy. I mean, look yeah. at Warren Jeffs and they, uh, the they, Waco people, yep. Jim Jones. I mean, they just they won't they, look past blinded. It. Yep, they won't look past it. And uh, yeah, it's just that's a moment where you have to have. Some well, the Jim rule. Jones they didn't get to look. Not too many guys. Yeah, to but look at what that. look at what he got him to do before the Kool Aid. Yeah, I mean, basically, he everybody saw the what was well, going on. Well, no, just the uh, inner group. That's where he was doing his well, work. But people knew because there was a bunch of them that got out. Because you can't let them know what's going on. You know the whole. I mean, look how well, long the Catholic Church went. And now the Dalai Lama is doing it on TV. That's a real story. I thought that was a fever dream from my Benadryl. 
We should have some sort of a pool to see which religious uh, group gets caught doing something horrible next. <laughs> I mean, it's probably, you know, it's one of the, like a religious figure or a school shooting. I mean, those are that we should have a, 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 a fan duel odds on those because they're happening more often than anything good. You put the, uh, it's the right formula. You put the uh, money, power mix, and uh, you're running yeah, it's, a lot of people. It seems, and you, and you have trustworthy older men with kids. That's the more dangerous part. You give them tons of power and say, hey, we're not even going to look at you when you're hanging out with the kids. And, you, and also by the celibacy. Or also. we're just going to ask you to leave, you know, when something happens. I've, no, yeah. That's happened in the church. You're like, here's your year's severance. You just you have to move on. I just don't get the explaining it away. I mean, if at, if at Mavericks on Friday night, we're all having fun and somebody goes, hey, Holmberg, here's my son. Oh, how you doing, kid? Give me a hug. Right there, you guys would be like, why is John hugging that kid? And the next thing you know, you look over and my tongue's sticking out. My eyes are closed. You'd be like, we're done. This show's over. This is the end of this show. John's licking a boy. And you'd be right. You can explain your way out of it. But the last thing I would do is tweet out, ah, John likes to joke around with the kids. The last thing I would do was fire off a tweet saying, you guys didn't get it. It's like, remember when Lars got mad at everybody for not liking St. Anger? Yeah. It's not our fault. You don't tweet out, oh, you guys. It was a joke. I was ki- When I licked that boy, I was ki- clearly kidding. I licked boys. It's a joke. It's funny. You guys don't have... Pull the stick out, the Dalai Lama said on a Twitter. Pull the stick out of your ass, world. Licking boys. Big deal. I'm holy. wonder how long Lars didn't talk to his dad. For his telling dad him, gave yeah. the official review. <laughs> his dad told him to delete the album. This thing sucks, Lars. Lars went on with it. What are you going to do? It's rubbish. Uh, otherwise, the weekend was, man, I'm so happy that was real because uh, if that was a dream <laughs> that lived with me. About 3.30 in the morning, I flipped off the love boat, went over to the news, and I saw that very same British girl tell me that the Dalai Lama licked the boy. <laughs> I'm like, this can't be right. I was in and out, sleep, out of sleep, in and sleep. Hacked up some egg yolk. It was strange. but uh, uh, There's uh, nothing happening on it, it looks like. I mean, maybe it'll just... Oh, no, Dalai Lama? Yeah. It's a joke. Didn't you see his tweet? He tweeted out, no big deal. The, uh, the fun Father, of it all, what's that? Father Dale can get away with it. Dalai Lama's got didn't. no problem. Father Dale just didn't go to jail. He should have gone to jail. He's not allowed to do anything. Right, that means Dolly's just going to... Yeah, he's go practice. Nothing. Yeah. Dolly. <laughs> and then hey, they, have Dolly. To, they have to anoint some new guy. That man's a Buddhist. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Bud. Bud Light. Buddhism. I get it. Shoot it up. I knew he was a Bud Light drinker. Yeah. And Kid Rock, speaking of Bud and Bud Light, he's getting more legs off of this thing than I ever imagined. He's more relevant than he's ever been now for shooting up three packs of Bud Light. And then he put out a tweet basically backing himself up and that it's for his woke liberal neighbors is why he did all that. Uh, and Anheuser-Busch is a blah, blah, blah going on and on and on about how horrible it is that they've you know gone woke and it's you know trying to normalize this transgender thing and he tweeted all weekend and he was getting news coverage and travis tritts in who's the other guy uh john rich john rich yeah, yeah. uh yeah, those guys are big and rich they're that, that was a they're done with it and there's a, a politician who canceled everything and carrie lake of course at john Girl rich loco broke john john rich was even on you know on uh on all the social center which i uh replaced all the anheuser-busch products in all my bars with yeah, yeah i mean he and that's was, what we're saying coors light should go braid pointed it out off the air but it would be great if coors light stole the real american heroes thing oh yeah coors light wants to celebrate real american heroes who have dicks and keep dicks yeah. 
We don't cut them off. And one of the stories, I mean, I saw there's this traditional, a uh, pretty big event with the Clydesdales, and they canceled it over the weekend. Only, you know, it sounds like, oh, they, they're canceling it because of all the, I think they're canceling because they just don't want to cause any controversy. The, the event in, he's like, let's just not do it. Because if their people come out protest or whatever, it could get ugly. And this is about. They bring it, the, they're worried about the Clydesdales getting shot up? Or, yeah, just people Probably. coming out to protest the event. It's much bigger than I Jerks thought. Jerks with paintball guns yeah. and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. I could see that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Here's to you, transsexual. You got your top surgery, and now you're on the can of a sissy beer. Coors Light salutes you. Coors should be all over that. Of course, they're probably all in cahoots somehow or another in some umbrella of beer Well, you saw that, you know, I, I did see a bunch of um, previous cans that they came out with. Um, like, I thought Coors Light had a rainbow can mm-hmm. at one time, and then it's like, it's been done before. But never a trans sissy. Yeah, Brady. not that. <laughs> they never went that far. Gay, sure, you keep your dicks on. You chop a dick <laughs> off, Coors is against it. You put them on a can? <laughs> we're all for the gay thing, because lesbians are cool. I mean, they were all into the gays before that was, they were doing the twins thing, like, they were trying to get two, they were into incest Coors Light for a while. They had those hot twins, and they were trying to intrigue us into thinking they were about to start licking each other like the Dalai Lama at the eighth grade. It was, uh, Coors was ahead of its time when it came down to that. That's good twins in those commercials. Yeah, I never had the twins thing. I still think that's gross. I still find that repulsive to think of sisters together. I don't care how hot they are. Pretty twins, but wait. (laughs) But hold on. Shared an egg. I mean, they were in the same... I think I could... Is that wrong? Yeah. Something about an ovum that they know about. that they Uterus. They've been together too long. I don't want to see one lick the other. I thought the grossest thing Playboy ever did was the Dom triplets. I don't know if... if uh, what are you looking at? If Margo, no, if Margo, if Margot Robbie had a twin... Uh, you I would watch her a tough one. Goddamn right. With her twin? Yep. Oh, yeah, man. boy. And that's, that's a Dalai Lama bridge too far. I don't, no, it's not. <laughs> that's the She's whole She's got pass. great cans. <laughs> She's hot. Oh yeah, maybe a cousin, but not a twin. That is so no, gross. Oh, I find that repulsive. Like that—that's one thing that actually gets me. Like incest is the gross. Maybe because I hate my sister so much. <laughs> it's one of those deals. You never know. But yeah, it's I been can a- see how Brett. You know, you want to get in the middle of it. Make sure it's not incest. That's you know, right. You're, you're the wedge in between. <laughs> Just naked sisters in the same room. <laughs> Beautiful, you know, self moisturizing. Yeah, that's what I would see. Two Margot Robbies. <laughs> yeah, two. The last thing I think you'd want to hear two Margos, but one going, I'm so wet. And the other one's like, Me too. Oh, sis. You, you, you look like mom naked. I now mean, you're ruining just, it because you saw right. the crocodile. Yeah, I, know. Know. I can't help it. Stop it. I want to touch yours to see if it feels just like mine, sis. Now picture two, like the thousand pound sisters. It's well, the that's same disgusting. thing. No, a- <laughs> no, those are pigs. I'm out. No, you should be out always. You should never. <laughs> no, be out. not if it's you two never. Margot Robbies. You'll Ugh. die in between Ugh. those two. Oh, that would be a, die a happy man. Ugh. I'm in. No, the thousand pound sisters. Oh yeah. Ugh. Ugh. I can't believe Gary Payton survived that. Yeah, that's gross. I uh, yeah, a guy emailed me and said, uh, "Did you see the uh, UFC fight this weekend? Because Kid Rock was there." 
and had a Coors members only jacket on. I think he was with Trump, and there was an like there was like an, a right wing contingency at the. That's pretty great. Yeah, we're going, we're going straight crazy as all. But can you blame him? Because when you try to go the right way, uh, they lick your children. So there's really no good <laughs> side to anything anymore. Uh, let's get a wake up song, shall we? And start this week off beautifully. Uh, somebody out there has got $5,000 more. We had a bunch of people uh, come up and get their $500 keg, which is fantastic. And thanks to Action Ride Shop for that. The Easter keg hunt was as smooth as silk, man. That thing just uh, aces. And everybody showed up and hopefully had a great time. And uh, I didn't give you COVID, which is the best part of it, because I thought for about 25 minutes on Friday night, for sure. I took that test and just watched that line. At home, just my fingers crossed. I'm like, and I can't imagine how many people have effect- infected. We met President John. Finally met him. He's awesome. Let me tell you this. President John, who calls the show every once in a while, might be funnier in person than yeah. he is ever on the phone. Oh, yeah. That oh, dude's yeah. a riot. He was hilarious. So He was signing people's kegs, too. I know. <laughs> I was laughing. I, I think people just thought they were, he was stealing them. <laughs> he just <laughs> take it out of their hands. Give me that. And even like when he calls up and he goes, hey, Holmberg. Oh, the first yeah, thing, yeah. He says that like every sentence he started yeah. with me. I was sitting on the table like, hey, Holmberg. <laughs> I'm like, I'm right here, man. <laughs> right next to each other. Uh, yeah, it was fun. Good night. Even though I wanted to uh, drop dead, it was a lot of fun. So thanks to everybody who participated. We'll do it again next year. We'll start handing it out. You know, crazy amounts of money and everything else. And I promise you, I've said this. I'll say it again. Pressure is on our sales staff, our, our management, our ownership. If this show is here. On its 25th anniversary, which is just a couple years away, $25,000 keg. Yeah. I make that promise here. Having talked to no one in authority in this building at all, I've put it out. I just chipped way ahead of the rest of the group. I've hit into the next group. Trip is screaming at the radio right now. Well, I'm not going to be there. <laughs> it's Susan's problem. Uh, let's get a wake-up song. 585-9800. You give it to us. We scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98 All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. It's got me. It didn't take me long to like it, but man, I love that one now. Alliance, our wake-up song for 2023, which is flying by. Already blown past Easter. Uh, just uh, seven and a half months away from Christmas, if you can imagine that. We're right there. Uh, just played Metallica. Got the September Labor Day shows, and uh, as the weather heats up, it gets into the 90s today, tomorrow. And I start pushing 100. We start feeling summer. Next thing you know, Labor Day's upon us. And we're staring at Metallica down there at the football stadium. A couple nights in a row. That is the year in a nutshell, and it is uh, cooking. Just flat flying. Uh, I, I will harp on this until somebody does something great. Excuse me. Yesterday, Al McCoy broadcast his very last Suns game, regular season Suns game. And uh, they gave him a nice little farewell. I got to hand it to Matt Ishbia. 
the new owner of the Suns, because at halftime, he was out there, and he said, look, I haven't been here very long. I don't know much about anything. And he brought Jerry Colangelo back out onto the court and let, and let Jerry do the work. Now, uh, our last owner, Banker Bob, uh, made enemies with Jerry Colangelo somehow. I'm not sure exactly how that all went south, but no ties, nothing. They weren't ever uh, in dovetail. They, they could never get it together. And in, in a two short months, Matt Ishbia not only wisely didn't go out there and grandstand on this moment, which he could have, and a lot of guys in his position would have, um, gave the mic to Jerry Colangelo and said, this is the dude. And he's also brought Jerry Colangelo into the fold to basically say, help me transition to a quality owner. And I don't know the city. I don't know much of I, But he's a student of the Suns, and he knows basketball up and down. And so he's a, I mean, he's not like a Suns super fan, but Eddie Johnson even said, he's like, he knows my stats. Like, he knows my history. This guy is a student of basketball. So he hands it over to Colangelo. They have a great moment. Al McCoy gives one last shazam out there on the court for a regular season game. He's going to broadcast the playoffs. Who knows how long that lasts? One Kevin Durant knee tweak, and the next thing you know, this team is bounced in the first round, and we lose Al McCoy. If there isn't a goddamn statue of Al McCoy in that plaza, by the end of these playoffs, I'll be furious. I'm going to make a call today. Even with this awful voice to, uh, what's her name down there? Our mayor. What's that dude's name? I forgot. Uh, Kate Mulgrew. Gallegos. That's right. No, Kate Mulgrew was, uh, she was the captain of the Starship Enterprise. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Ran a good ship. Uh, She did. She did. She was a good good captain. So I'm going to call Gallegos later today, and I highly uh, suggest all of us do. I want a street named after him. I want Matt Ishbia to step up and, and build a big statue of Al. Al is not with us much longer. And the the pure joy he brings to this city, you will you will realize afterwards how much you miss that steady voice. As a Cubs fan, I think this hits me hardest because you know, as a White Sox fan, yeah. when Hawk went away, oh, the yeah. game changed. Absolutely, hundred percent. When Harry Carey went away, the game changed. When Vin Scully went away, the game changed. Uh, having a steady voice and a a permanent figure for your team. This is the first time in, I'm guessing, everyone listening's lives. That the Suns will not have Al McCoy tied to them somehow or another starting next season. And that stinks. As much as I love K-Ray, I think he's a brilliant broadcaster. I think those guys do best in the business kind of stuff. He's not cemented yet as that voice of the Phoenix Suns because Al McCoy's still there. So it'll take a little while for Kevin to get to that. To the Sports but, bra- uh, Broadcasters Hall of Fame, Ring oh, of Honor. Everything. NBA Hall you of Fame. It, he's, he's in all it. of it. Yeah, he's in all of it. He is a... Yeah, and they gave him a jersey yesterday with a 51 on it. Really nice ceremony and everything yeah, else. Yeah, if that but. doesn't qualify for a street naming or... How in the world? Yeah, he's the only one we've got. There's like... He's probably the most decorated person in sports in Arizona. In Phoenix sports. I would I would venture to guess that's absolutely... Unless you count Michael Phelps, who I think is more Baltimore than Phoenix, although he's always here. And he, and he looks like Zava from Ted Lasso now. I don't know what happened to him, but... the uh, Yeah, the... It is, it is incumbent upon us as citizens of this city to recognize our landmarks. And he's definitely one of them. And I, I, I don't know what to do. Like, I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to, like, I guess I just call. But I don't have a push unless everybody listening gets involved. And I've asked to, like, email. And I guess you guys emailed like crazy. And there was a bunch of that. But I don't know how to, like, actually make this work. To where we get something done. And Brady says he's got a guy he can have sculpt a statue. <laughs> it's just something has to give. 
Al needs to stand outside next to something knowing that it's permanent and forever. And I know that jersey will hang on his wall at home. At least a, uh, an outdoor basketball park somewhere. Name something after the guy. Like a big something downtown. He's in the Ring of Honor. He got put in the Ring of Honor years ago. So let's do something more permanent. I think you're right, Brady. I think he might be the most decorated Arizona sports figure that there is. This on the heels of Phil Mickelson and John Rahm won two in the Masters yesterday, yep. ASU graduates. ASU came in first and second at the Masters yesterday. And again, I go back to my theory that there aren't many good golfers anymore if a 52-year-old guy keeps coming in second or first. That's, it's amazing. It isn't. It is. it just, it is. It's proof to me that he's just playing normal and all the other guys are average now. I don't like when old people win things. It only makes old guys feel good. It only makes yeah. dudes in their 50s feel good. I like domination by a younger, more talented group. I like, I, I'm a big Tiger Woods fan. I like watching him fall off the face of the planet. Like I said, good. That means th- that he is where he should be and the rest of them are gone. I don't like when uh, Phil Mickelson can compete with the youth. It's just proof the sport's at a bad level. It's not in a good spot if 50-year-olds can do it. If you watch uh, heavyweight boxing and a 52-year-old guy knock 28-year-olds out, you'd be like, well, this sport's in trouble. Yeah, the George Foreman thing only happens uh, once <laughs> right. the blue and he was in his early 40s, people forget. Yeah. And then he leaked into his 50s, and he also picked a time when the sport was in big trouble. It was the trouble. right time. Yeah. yeah. yeah but everybody acts like there's some... It's not. Phil Mickelson coming and saying, but it's still an ASU thing. You know? We kind of avoid that stuff, but that's a uh, Al McCoy is a legend and needs to be honored in a huge way. And I wish I knew how. I wish I knew what to do to guarantee it. I don't know who to call. I don't know how to throw weight around. I don't know any of this stuff. You just make that call and say, why aren't we doing something? Why does Diana Taurasi have a street named after her? Why in the world does WNBA get the first pull on a street named after him? Diana Taurasi should have nothing named after her. At all. Over Al McCoy? You got something different there. I know it was a woke move. We get Kid Rock down here to start shooting at the Diana Taurasi sign. Because it, oh, sure it. it seems to make it. It's woke. It was a girl move. At least renovate one of those uh, buildings in, uh, across the street from the the arena and do uh, Al McCoy Town or uh, <laughs> oh, Shazam's. That might be kind of like... The, uh, Alice Cooper, the toy making factory in the Rudolph special because he looks like them. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. Just something has to happen. But it was a, it's a touching moment, and I got to hand it to Matt Ishbia, the owner of the Suns, now because that was pretty cool. And I could see very easily any new owner coming in, going, "All right, introduce making it about his new look. How close I am to the team." And he actually pulled back. He's like, "I, don't, I love that this guy's here, and I love that I wasn't part of this." So it, was a pretty, it would have been interesting event. to see how Sarver would have handled that. He'd still be talking about himself. I don't know, but it wouldn't. Have, I don't think Jerry would have been out there, and it was good to see yeah, Jerry which out is there. The, uh, yeah, yeah, I'd have him out there. He's yeah. the guy that brought him. I and still associate the Suns with Jerry, of course. I mean, and he's two owners ago. He's the guy. Yeah. He's the he was the one that brought them everything. I mean, he was the guy. And you do it because you're Italian, so oh, it makes yeah. sense I mean, to that, him. That doesn't hey, hurt. He's still in charge. We know. Just, you know, he's doing it from a this, dark this space. This guy's in, yeah. but, you know. HBA, it ends in a vowel, but not the right one. We'll see. <laughs> but it was, uh, yeah, it was a great moment. And uh, the Suns are in the playoffs now, and they, they start Sunday. So the playoffs will start tomorrow with the play-in games and stuff. And the Suns Sunday against the Los Angeles Clippers. So obviously you didn't go to the game. No, I didn't yeah. budge. 
I didn't. I did not move this weekend. Anytime I tried to move, I'd make eggs. So it just came floating out of my body. Every orifice you could imagine leaking eggs. Eyes crusted over. My nose was making eggs. My throat. Oh, big ostrich eggs coming out of my throat. Yeah, I didn't. I watched the whole thing, but a statue for Al is something that. That's yeah, That's a good point. Uh, Stewart says. Uh, Appeal to that ex-owner, Sarver. He gave twenty grand to every employee on his way out the door. I'm sure he can construct a $20,000 statue. How much does a statue cost? Again, you get that crew from Home Depot. Yeah, I know. We could do it. We can, we can get one done. You, you know what we should do? Get under two grand. Be careful with the local artist thing. Remember the last one? These are painted. not locals. Okay. These are uh, immigrants. <laughs> <laughs> We're bringing in some immigration. We're doing uh, some hard labor. You know, I could take that money I won on FanDuel yesterday, roll over to the Home Depot and go, guys, I got 10 grand says you can't make one of these. And just show him a picture of Al McCoy. I need it to be about 5'8 on a pedestal. I know Al's not 5'8, but, you know, in his heyday probably. Four, make a four hours. Match. You got a huge. <laughs> I got 12 Yes, he's Al. Like bigger than the footprint yes. center itself. Not damn right. Towering over it. Yeah. Just the head. Just a gargantuan spinning head like a yeah. well, like Jombie from uh, yes. Pee-wee's. Yes. <laughs> yes. And Al McCoy head, and it just spins and goes, Shazam, brother. <laughs> As you're walking into the arena, you're like, Jesus, that thing's horrifying. That would be great. All the people staying at the Palomar all night long at three in the morning, just, Shazam. It never turns off. <laughs> Whoa, brother. I'm all for it, but Al McCoy is a local legend and a uh, a gift, and we're we're watching it just go away with a, you know, the same kind of crap I'd get if I walked out of this building. Here's a jersey with your name on it. Thanks for everything. See ya. Something bigger than that. Harry Carey got a statue. Yeah. When you go out to Wrigley Field, there's Harry with a microphone, and it's uh, pretty awesome to walk by. We need more statues. Did Ernie Banks get one? Oh, Ernie's got one. Says, okay. Let's play two on it. Okay. I got yelled at. Uh, well, it was really funny. I didn't. I went up and took a picture of the Ernie Banks statue because he's in his uh, batting stance. And I hopped up on the statue late at night. My friend uh, Jim took a picture of me, and I'm dry humping Ernie on the statue. Oh, and I get down, and then uh, I go to take a picture of Wilson, and he does the same thing. And out of nowhere, street thugs, get off of Ernie, you piece of You can't do that. Respect that. I'm like, yeah, get off of there, you jerk. (laughs) I switched teams immediately in case Wilson was going to get beat up by street thugs. Wrigleyville street thugs. Yeah, we dry humped Ernie's statue. I mean, he's bent over. It was funny. It's a statue. It's not the real Ernie Banks. But, uh, yeah, I've got photos of me with Ernie and and Harry and all those statues are impressive. They're awesome. I think Chick Hearn has streets named after him. Vince Scully's got stuff named after him. At least get this done. I've been harping on it for months, but again, some of it's on me because I just, all I'm doing is shouting out into the air. How do we do this? And somebody's got to know. Somebody's got to know. Like somebody's got to have a, I don't know, an in with the, is it the, who do we talk to? Do we talk to the mayor? Talk to the sons? I think it's the sons have, uh, well, the sons plaza. They, they, they do, do a lot do of stuff on their, they can do it in a second. Facilities. You just don't want to wait too long. He's 90. I've been screaming about this for most of the half of the last part of the season. And well, what about the what about the people that sponsor Footprint Center? They could kick in. Footprint could kick in and make like a the plaza, an yeah. environmentally sound That's statue. Yeah, like make Al out of lettuce or something. 
a lettuce almacoy that lasts forever. A sustainable almacoy. That would be great. But my worry is that Al's not well. Because, you know, he didn't announce at the beginning of the year this was his last. He announced it about a month ago. He's like, I think I'm done. And that usually, to me, says something's crazy. I don't know. <laughs> Have him make one of those singing fish mounts with Al's head doing show tunes, like Billy Bass. Yeah. <laughs> you know how many of those they'd sell if they had a son, at the sun shop, if you just had Billy Bass, Al McCoy? <laughs> Shazam! Wow, brother! Did anyone actually own one of those? Yeah, I did. Did you really? It was crazy. Wow. About it. Uh, I left it in the garage. I got one for my birthday. Did you? Yeah. yeah. And the batteries blew up in it, and it started to spew acid out of its mouth. Now, that's cool. It was kind of neat. He I, had a seizure, I, I think. I hooked mine up to a Alexa, but it was first generation. It was a mess. You had an Alexa bass? That's it, it recent. Basically, it, yeah. I got it a couple years ago. Oh, my God. And you put it up on the wall, and uh, it was... Linked into that, but it just didn't. It this was a 1990s So at 2 yeah. in the morning. Oh, yeah. You kept making it. was the updated version. It was <laughs> yes. Billy Bass. Let's see if we can still get those. 7.0. Wow. Man, I didn't think people still wanted them enough to tie them to their smart home. It might have been a, uh, yeah, it was a birthday gift. Somebody who hates you. Yeah. I'd get new friends. <laughs> oh, so it was a family member. I see. Who <laughs> didn't like you. Here, I put no thought into this. I'm sure you'll like it, Hillbilly. So long. And you can still get him. A Billy Bass. And hooks it up. But the problem Sings is hunting, fishing, and loving, and every day, and take me to the river. How Here does it, it not say, show bucks. me your fish? 45 bucks. If show me your fish is a huge hit, how does it not? Show me your fish. Oh, no. How's Billy Bass not singing this? Make a look like a large man. <laughs> That is the stupidest thing America ever invented. It was a better time. Anyway, yeah, people are. Uh, it's just, we got to do something for Al. Now, I'm just powerless. I'm stupid, uh, which is the biggest part of this is that I don't like I have ideas. I just don't know how to implement anything. Like, oh, that's a great idea. I don't know how many times in my life I've said that. Oh, that's a great idea. And then I don't know how to do anything. It isn't like energy or ambition. It's just I just don't want to make a fool of myself. So I, we'll just uh, name our plaza right now out front here at the station. We'll, we'll put an Al McCoy statue yeah. out here in front of this. That would be pretty great. <laughs> we'll get those Home Depot guys to carve one out for my big win. We get five grand. Get those Home Depot guys to carve out a Easy. beautiful Al McCoy. Oh, that'd be beautiful. But out of what? See, there's the other thing. I don't even know how to make a, like a statue's made Plaster. of. Plaster. Is it? I, I thought they were like bronze and stuff. Sometimes, yeah. I don't know what you could stucco on Al McCoy. I don't want to stucco Al McCoy. <laughs> no, you've seen uh, after a couple of years, the houses in Queen Creek, they start cracking yeah. apart. <laughs> Get it. I don't want to stucco Al McCoy, although I kind of want to see what it looks like. Might as well make him a butter. Yeah, I think bronze is the thing to yeah. use, right? I, I don't know where to that get that. That gets pricey. Where do you get Worth that? Worth it, though. You, you're talking with my money. That's why. <laughs> Worth it, he says. When Brady doesn't spend it, all of a sudden it's like, oh, that's gold. Oh, I'll get that, you a that. sweet one. Yeah, it would be nice, though. We got to find a foundry, <laughs> create a mold. <laughs> and, yeah, do we mold Al McCoy? Yeah, you have to, you have to mold, mold him, right? We could do a, a nice, solid concrete mold. Concrete gets chipped, and like bronze stays forever. You get that nice. Sealed concrete. 
lasts a long time. Yeah, yeah but see, but needs, like bronze sense. is the way to go. Bronze Don't you want him like you know a couple hundred years from now, like a, a nose is chipped off, no. like the no, in a couple hundred years. Not, what do you want him to look like? A couple the thousand, yeah. yeah. It's never, it's never going to matter. In a couple hundred years, it's like that's right. Nobody's going to care so, about Al's statue. I mean, when I say forever, I mean like you know maybe another eighty years, and sons will be we'll be in some sort of a weird AI experiment by then, so it won't matter. There'll be weeds all over him. Al holding a lamp out front. Could be the new um, house see, grading. That's the thing. Manny Al McCoy's. I went to Sedona once, and I saw that they have that one place that makes those things for the. And it's a dude with a shotgun holding a woman and a lantern, and it's all made of this black, like I don't know what it was, but it's like a resin statue, almost. just giant hard statue. And I'm like, what in the world? That thing was a hundred and fifteen thousand dollars. Ooh. I'm like, why would anybody want this in the first place? I think this is a hostage situation. He's got a shotgun and a woman and a, and a lantern. And he's holding it out in front and the shotgun's on his side. And I'm like, it's like over a hundred grand. And somebody went in and said, I'll take it. Like, well, you're, you're asking. I, I'd have maybe given the guy six or seven hundred bucks for that. <laughs> yeah, just for the effort. That's a lot of dough. I think we go up to uh, North Mesa there and get that. The yeah. guy that makes it. Yard T-Rex yeah. and elk. and Those are the ones. Our yard. They'll last a long Maybe time. Maybe I should do that. Just have Al McCoy in my yard. as a. Well, we've talked about T-Rex Al. That would be pretty pretty sad. Anyway, I don't know. Phoenix Foundry, but it doesn't look like they make statues. It's mostly just know. plaques out of bronze. But I mean, once we do it, what, are we going to tote the statue around and go, hey, put this somewhere good? And nah, that yard art, you could. Those are pretty light. <laughs> I don't want Al to get blown over. Well, no, but you could. He's mobile. I, mean, I don't want him to be a mobile home either. It needs to be a permanent fixture. A structure that lives forever. In and amongst the the sons and the lure. Anyway, the playoffs start. A legitimate chance at a, at a championship here, too. We could probably get a nice wood one down at uh, Rocky Point. They would carve one up That'd pretty quick. Yeah. Sell a sun. ton of them on the beaches. It's bad to have it out in the sun. You'd have to put it in the lot. Marlin, Oso, <laughs> Al McCoy. <laughs> You want Al McCoy? Okay. Did you give me 25 minutes? You're going to carve an Al McCoy in 24 body? Yeah. Okay, 30. I got my hair braided and a McCoy. For <laughs> I'm 50 gonna, bucks. I'll be over here getting some rice names. Will you be done by then? Oh, see, see. $10? Eight. I'm winning. There's a bronze foundry in Prescott from What's what people are telling me. Mean? Why does anybody know that? I don't know. I'm going to anyway, look it up, though. That's what you do. If the Dalai Lama has statues, Al McCoy can. Because he's never... Al McCoy has made it 90 years, and as far as we know, he's never licked a kid. Reach out to Jerry. Maybe he can get something done in marble. Yeah, see, Jerry's... Where's Jerry on this one? All his dough. He should have done an Al McCoy statue. Jerry's another one. He's got to be pushing 90. Never licked a kid. Automatically, I've picked two people better than the Dalai Lama for kid licking. And there's some, some internet thing that I was... Just looking at it a second ago, and they were like, "You can't disparage the Dalai Lama." He was, yes, you can. Kid licking is an immediate moment it's to go. Just All a right, bad that's video, Dolly. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say that for the record. It's not good, and it immediately negates tons and tons of good. Lick one kid, and all of your good deeds go away. Missing out on the game there. Yeah, whatever that was. Um, let me put it this way: How about this? If it would it have been funny if the Dalai Lama spit in his hand? No, right? It's horrible. And it's a similar act. It's a sexual act. It's French kissing is not a, uh, a tender moment between a man and a boy. 
So when he's spitting in his hand, I know it's an extreme example, but Dalai Lama wouldn't be allowed around anymore. Ah, uh, you? <laughs> Me? Huh? I kid. He's joking with child. Yeah, just, uh, you know, have another celebrity do that same thing. Let alone oh. if our current, if Biden did that with a kid. He was smelling hair and everybody went in. Yeah, oh my God. If he licked a child at the Easter egg. <laughs> See, but now I kind of root for that stuff because I'm here for the absurdity of life. I just can't. I don't know. Did you guys watch the Beach Boys special at all last night? They did a special yeah. on CBS, uh, Grammy tribute to the Beach Boys. And I wanted to just watch a little bit and I ended up watching the whole thing. Uh, is remarkable. It was outstanding. They had like Beck, who's turned into Michael Sarah. It's the strangest look in he the world. Michael look like- looks just like Michael Sarah now, and my grandma, uh, the great Michael McDonald, came out. Oh man, no! He did. I mean, it was a cavalcade. What did he do? Uh, he and Take Six did. Uh, uh, damn it, I don't remember. I'm on drugs, Brady. Yeah, uh, but he teamed oh, up with Take Six. That was incredible. And uh, yeah, the whole thing. John Legend did a song and. Uh, Casey Musgrave, or no, that's not who that was. I don't know. What's that lesbian lady's name that does country music, sings and plays guitar? Is that the one that got in trouble for all the... Oh, old school? No, new. Kelsey oh. Ballerina? No, no, that's not a thing. <laughs> you don't need to chime in right now. You're just going to say words. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It was so good, though, but uh, it was the saddest thing in the world because they kept using the same clip of the Beach Boys. They were up in their balcony, and uh, the Beach Boys do not look good. We need a statue for them soon, too. Uh, you forget how old they are. Like, they're all 80, 82, 83. And uh, Brian Wilson's been crazy since 1965. Back in bed. And uh, he needs to be in his room. Now, when, he, when he was in his room, he needed to be out. Now he needs to be in his room. But they kept using the same clip when the artist would finish. And they would kind of bow to the balcony and wave to them. Uh, of Brian Wilson facing the wrong way and waving. It was the weirdest thing. Wow. So, like, Brian Wilson was... Uh, like the far left and then the rest of the band in a row and they'd get up and they'd wave back to the artist and they'd clap and then brian wilson would wave the opposite direction and you're like oh boy brian's officially lost but it was such a good show Did someone cover god only knows that was uh that lesbian country lady and john legend together and that's how they closed the show it was so good the whole thing was just ridiculous you forget how amazing the beach boys were as far as just experimental music, basically. At the time, they were doing stuff with glockenspiels and French horns and and, and surf music. I don't know how you did that, but it was it was incredible. I cannot remember that lady's name. She's got short hair. Can't stop talking about her wife. Uh, she like we get it. You're a lesbian. We understand you're married lesbian. Nobody else brought up their spouses last night. She did it twice. But uh, yeah, it was it was incredible. But yeah, we got to we're start worried about the Beach Boys too. That's another one on the death pool list is the, uh, they did not look healthy. They're all alive. No. Well, I mean, you've lost Carl and Dennis, obviously. That's right. Those have been gone for a while. Dennis died in the 70s, and then Carl died in uh, a few years ago. But, yeah, you've got Al Jardine and uh, uh, Brian Wilson somehow still around. I don't know how. Was Stamos there playing like, the bongos no, in the back? No, Stamos was uh, a host, but he didn't do any of that. And then they had the other two, like, replacement dudes, but. It was it was an amazing love. Night. One of the loves. Mike Love, yeah. Played. I think he owns everything now. He like, does. He owns the brand because you can't let Brian have it. He's no. facing the wrong way. <laughs> but uh, and then they didn't let the Beach Boys play at night, 
Like at the end, you'd figure they'd drag them down on it. Uh uh-uh. uh. They just sat up in that balcony and watched everybody else do it. But it was a, it was an outstanding show as far as the music goes. But boof. Start, start the clock on the Beach Boys. That isn't going to be much longer. And then I started to wonder who do we have that for? 60 years, like the Beach Boys, they were tribute of like 60 plus years. So if you go back to 1963 and then take 60 years off of that. Talking about music from 1903. Does music in 1903 hold up in 1963 the way 1963 holds up today? It's modified a little bit. amazing when you think of those time gaps of how much we exploded as a And how much it changed. Oh, my God. We're church hymns. That's all we had was like church stuff and and nothing. Maybe got into some of the – there was some string stuff. Sure. But, but it was orchestral or very fiddles, very limited uh, vocal stuff. Most of the time, it was musical, like hillbilly crap. But you think of the tra- like the transition from 1903 to 1963, how much music went exploded, and then from 63 to now, it hasn't done anywhere near that. But that transition, it's just a lot more noise. It's pretty amazing. So, who in 60 years do we look back and go, "Oh, there they are"? I don't know that we've got that. Do you? Elton John, I suppose, but he's already 60 years gone. So, I mean, who do you have from yeah, like... Yeah, 60 years from now, they're going to pull on Metallica. Oh, this, this Taylor Swift song was... Yeah, Metallica's got their 40-year anniversary. Yeah. But who's been like... Yeah, and I think that has a lot to do with Apple Music and quick one-hit wonder type stuff, as we really don't have like a solidified, super amazing thing happening. You're right, though. I didn't realize how old those guys are. Mike loves 82. 82 years old. And he Brian looks every 80. day of it. Brian Wilson looks terrible for 80. Like, if he told you I'm 80, you'd be like, Jesus, I would have guessed 96. Man. The other yeah. guy that's just absolutely done playing and everything, I had an interview with him was Phil Collins. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't know who else you have those Grammy salutes to. I mean, it'll be Taylor Swift, but will anybody care? There were 12-year-olds in the audience singing Beach Boys songs. And I'm like, I didn't expect that. But it was amazing. But say goodbye to the Beach Boys, too. And I read an article on Saturday. Because, you know, when you're dying in the, on a couch from uh, the you allergies. You got time. You got time to read stuff. Jack Nicholson's going to die soon. Like, there's also Clint Eastwood's got one more movie and then he's going to die. And I don't know how. I don't know If he makes If the he movie. finishes the movie. <laughs> I don't know how. We're going to start losing a lot of big names. I've been saying that for a couple of years, but we are close. It's going to be heavy, but it's a lot. And Al McCoy's right there with him. So get a statue up of the great Al McCoy almost immediately, please. Oh. Yeah, there they are. See, Brian, Brian's leaning the wrong way automatic. There it is. And that's a pretty good picture of him. Brett's got up there where they're all facing the right way or at least look in the right direction. But it was uh, only two of them could stand up. Like when they would, it was uh, yeah, Jardine and uh, Mike Love could get up. The other guys, they seated the entire time. I forget, he's the drummer, Dave something, I forgot. But And they showed old clips. And things. It was a really cool special. But. <laughs> Brian Wilson waving. And they kept using the clip. Like they'd go back to that. It was like a, a uh, who's the black? It was like John Jeff Dunham's uh, dummy. It was, it was Walter. <laughs> it was, it was. Unbelievable, but anyway, that was my weekend in a nutshell. What'd you do? Anything good? 
Oh, yeah. There we well, go. We had a flag football game on Saturday. <laughs> I would rather have been sick than hear your weekend, but go ahead. You, you had one? You were in it? No, Kirby. No, Kirby. Kirby's oh, you had to go watch right now. kids yeah. play flag football. Yeah, and her team got blown out. <laughs> mercy, mercy rule in the uh, second half. Oh, no. She's a, she plays on a co-ed team. She's the only girl on the team. So she, she makes a co completed more passes than the uh, other quarterback. Well, she's playing quarterback. Yeah. She's slinging. She's a gunslinger. She's slinging. She's just got to learn the uh, the timing on the patterns a little more. You, uh, yeah, I don't understand, like, uh, the like why would you ever wake up for that? It's a one and done because she's 14, and I think that's oh. the, the last. Uh, she can't play in high school, right? No. No, they won't let her suit up. Um, I don't know. If, I, I guess if she wanted to play yeah, regular football, I think they, yeah. Does she? No. Okay, I was going to say, her bone's blown up. Now you start getting serious about that. But Brady sent me a picture of his uh, Saturday morning, and it was uh, Kirby standing in the field, and all I saw was her hair. Like, that's straight out of bed. Like, you, she was drug oh, out yeah. of bed and stuck on a football field, and I started laughing, and I'm like, these Brady's got to watch these kids half-ass their way through a game. Like, thank God for Dr. Lynn. I'll never have to go through that. Oh, there, there seems to be a trend in the flag football, too. Uh, Trevor Lawrence trend. What's that? A lot the of hair? long hair oh, yeah. quarterbacks. That's what they are, the boys. I think you do this because there's a frosty in it for you at the end. We uh, you ate we had a victory, yeah. uh, Dutch Brothers, <laughs> or, a losing Dutch Brothers. <laughs> That's what I said to her. Would you like a loser, Dutch Brothers? Yeah, you went for the it was treat. Nine o'clock. You went for the post game treat. That's the reason you're going. Kirby thinks it's because Daddy cares, but you just have that tie back. I was on my feet yelling at the yeah. refs the whole time. Of course, because no, it I matters. Don't. Cause you were just waiting, yeah, yelling. How long is this gonna last? I want my Dutch Bros. It's good. It's two quick halves, and and uh, you know, oh. there's about three more weeks. The next couple of weeks potentially there's gonna be some heaters. It's gonna be hot. Ugh. Oh, you gotta go. There's more. I thought you said it was one and done. There's a bunch of games. I'd get her an Uber. Oh yeah. There's, no pro- there's uh, I think four more. games. Where's Ronnie? She's there. Oh, she goes with you. Yeah, All right, I was yeah, gonna yeah. say if you have to do this solo. You got more than Dutch Brothers. She'll miss next week's game. Ronnie will. And probably the following and the yeah, following. Because she's smarter than up. you, yeah. and she schedules stuff when the games are on. Like, oh, I've got a client at 8.30 in the morning on Saturday. She's upping her uh, yoga certification. Oh, right. She's going to the next level. Saturday mornings now. Starting today. <laughs> you guys went to breakfast or something. After the game? <laughs> Don't think back like it was 100 years. There's so many times we go to meals, John. <laughs> Those ceiling tiles. I'm, I'm trying go. to recall what we did the rest of Saturday. I know you well enough oh, to know. I went to Lowe's. I did some yard projects. <laughs> I'm convinced there was like a pancakes with bacon smiley faces. And No, I had my breakfast before the game. Oh. Made an egg sandwich. What a weekend. Man, mine was better than and yours. And Easter Jeez. Sunday, John. Oh. Did you deck out ham? Yep, and had uh, steak. I bought a little. I bought a small honey baked ham, mm-hmm. and then some uh, honey baked turkey. Little three pounds oh, wow. of that for later on this week too. <laughs> Easter never stops. <laughs> this is horrible. Wow, yeah, I know. And then yeah. we went after the Masters. We, I went to the range with another uh, with Billy and his family, yeah. and we had a family swing. We, uh, the driving range. Ooh, oh, I was going to say, don't, don't Pornhub. And then we swapped. <laughs> it was great. 
All right. You're a weird little man. The whole family goes to the driving range? That's the whitest thing I've ever heard in my life. Just Kirby and I went. Oh. Ronnie took the pass on that. She's busy. She had indigestion. I'm getting it. I don't blame her. Brett sat dying of allergies, too. So we've well, all I, been the same. I had to go out and give away a bike because we were out riding oh, out right. on Peoria with uh, Law Tigers and uh, Ride Now people. And gave away a bike because Supercross was this weekend. Right. Didn't make it to Supercross because I was a mess. Yeah. Oh, can't imagine the dirt in my nose on Supercross. Oh, the spores. Yeah. The dirt spores. Did you, uh, and the bike was given away yeah. right there. Yeah. $10,000 bike that they gave away. This station is yeah. just handing out cash right. and motorcycles and all sorts of stuff. What a weekend. What do you got in the big board of musical treats there, Bert? Wake Up Song brought to you by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. Yes, the guys that brought you the keg at the bottom of the pool for Easter yes. keg. Uh, they got tons of stuff going on right now. ActionRideShop.com. Find out about everything they got going on. And, of course, follow them on the socials. Uh, on the list, you got Mastodon, Rammstein's Dalai Lama, The Who, Metallica, Five Finger Death Punch. But Ghost put out a new song. They uh, covered that uh, Genesis song, Jesus He Knows. Really? Yeah. So I figured we can give that one a shot. Ghost did Genesis. Yeah. Jesus, he knows me. All right. That's interesting. By the way, I got an email. It says, Philip Payne is here in the Valley, and he does wonderful bronze work. Well, send him our way. Yeah, we need him. I don't want to my paying for this. We'll, we'll start a GoFundMe or something for yeah, this thing. Yeah, that's begging. We'll send the invoice to Ishbia. Yeah, maybe that's it. We'll bill him later. And we'll set it up right there on the plaza. It probably has to be sponsored, but we'll set it up. We can barely set up our tent yeah, set at the cool, Easter keg. I mean, Jesus. That's a great point. <laughs> I've seen you guys try to change uh, windshield wipers. It's not a good idea. We can get our guy at uh, AZ Highlift Batman if he still has oh, yeah. that, and he can crane that baby over there. We'll break it. We we won't touch the, the merch. Spanky is, Spangler. He could do it. I wonder if, I like, this is so curious, this song. Yeah, let me pull covered, it. Yeah, right, let me, right. well, just fire it up. Let's just do it. All right. Ghost doing Jesus, he knows me. Is it? It's not on the new album. I have the new album. It's coming out. They're putting out an EP of covers, apparently, from what I hear. Really? What else is going to come out? Uh, didn't look that one up. Oh my god! All right. Well, this is an odd cover. Jesus is just all right. Yeah. It's all. Uh, no, it's all ghost. Jesus music. Well, yeah. it's for Easter. Jesus built my hot rod. It's, it's Ghost Easter, which is Tobias. Go get him. Let's see if this is any good. I, this could go completely. Harry sideways. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. Still streaming. Holmberg's morning sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Allergy packed show of. So far, I have to be very careful if I say too much because you're going to hear a throat oyster. Coming at you. Last thing you need after that big night of honey baked ham. And Jesus, by the way, came out yesterday, saw his shadow. Here's summer. It's right on top of us. It's going to be 100 degrees tomorrow. Thanks a lot, Jesus. Back in till next April. Then Dalai Lama licked the boy. Uh, I have to say thanks again for the Easter keg hunt. Everybody that did their jobs on Friday and helped us out here at the station, uh, I'll individually go through and say thanks to them. But hang on. Who's the guy that. Uh Give us those little metal can opener things. Did you get that? Yeah, I got a couple of them. Yeah. I don't know his name. I don't, uh, that's Brady. the guy that uh, cool. won Brandon's. Uh, oh, Brandon's got self promoting. Uh, yeah. yeah. 
out at his listing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, I want to say uh, a special. Th- oh, Tristan is our big winner. It was one of the Action Ride Shop kegs. So thanks yeah. to the guys at Action Ride Shop. And also met the family of uh, the guy who went in with his daughter into the pool where Action Ride Shop put the keg at the bottom of the pool. And I didn't know. We assumed it was a heated pool. It was not a heated pool. And also, they put water in that thing to make it sink. Ah. I was wondering how they would do that because that's going <laughs> to take. They added it. So it was really hard for the guy to get it out. And he ran out to his car and he got, you know, the, the tie strap down things and he pulled it. The story was fantastic. And the dude left with uh, just a keg. <laughs> but <laughs> hell of uh, a story. Yeah. It had to make him even more upset that the guy who won it was one of the Action Ride Shop kegs. So it was almost. The proper one. The 5000 bucks went out the door on Friday, which is uh, outstanding. And the Easter cake hunt is annually, it's, it's it's so much fun. And I have no idea why it's fun for us because you got to get up early. You got to trudge around the city and throw things at, uh, you know, trees and things like that. But your stories of hunting, I got tons of them. Uh, this one, <clears throat> Ashley says, uh, I've never been more disappointed in my life. I went through every emotion in about two minutes and it was intense. I saw the keg, I parked. I'm in a cast. I have a cane. I saw the keg by the lake at Estrella and Elliot, and I scrambled to start my journey from my car to the keg, and I see a large, obese man beating me to the keg. (laughs) Needless to say, my ankle replacement did not allow me to beat a giant fat guy, and he won the keg. (laughs) I just want to die because of this contest. What a roller coaster. It was fun and definitely the closest I've gotten over all the years of searching. Thanks, guys. Maybe next year, Ashley. And I got a story of a guy who wasn't sure what he was looking at. They took my keg out of Granada Park. Somebody just took it out of the tree and put it on the sidewalk. And one guy came over and he goes, yeah, we just drove by and it was there. And so we pulled over and picked it up. And another guy said, I went by it. And he said, that can't be right. He just stared at it for a little while. He said, that can't be right. Went down the road and turned around and it was gone. Oh, and so he said, I went down, I saw the Granada one. He said, you were on the wrong end of the park. I knew exactly what you were talking about. I went up there. I'm like, that can't be it. It wouldn't be just sitting on a sidewalk still. Drove by and he's like, maybe turned around. And when he came back, the guys had already taken it. How about that? So it's just, I mean, it's a a matter of seconds that the Easter keg is either in your hands or uh, it's uh, it's over. What a distraction it is. Are we going to change the rules next year to start time next year so we could accommodate uh, our black listeners according to President <laughs> yeah. John? Well, President John wants the game to start about 10 o'clock. What we're going to have to do it is like golf. We're going to do it in flights. The first flight. Oh, yeah. Tea times? Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. The 8 o'clock crew. And, yeah, maybe that's it. We'll have the, the Colin Kaepernick round <laughs> from 9 until 10. We'll stay We'll just uh, keep one for the nooner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The late, the, the late risers, midday drinkers. Either way, uh, it was great, and everybody was good, and no injuries. Once again, somehow or another, we got through that with nobody getting banged up. And then one lady came up. I, she told me she said I had one in my hands. And somebody stole it, and I'm like, really? And she goes, yes. And I'm like, well, what happened? And she goes, well, I was running towards it, and these guys passed me and took it. And I'm like, then it wasn't in your hands. Yeah, well, I was close. I'm like, that doesn't count. That's- Just eyeballing it first isn't a win. Or shoes and hangers. Yeah. Like yeah. Sprint. yeah, if you could lasso it or something. But The girl called us, too. And said yeah, there was, the I thing. told her the same thing. I asked her, I said, were you oh. the one who called this morning? She goes, no. And I'm like, what is it with women thinking they've got it just by seeing it? <laughs> you eyeball it. That's step one. Now get on your horse. Anyway, it was fun. It's always fun. It is an undertaking, though. You don't realize 
until it's over how much goes into that thing yeah, as far man. as getting all those things all over the city. And it is a – it's big. So thanks for everybody who played along. It was great. And to Tristan, the only winner of $5,000 out of the whole deal, and everybody still seems satisfied. Still don't get it. Uh, it is time now for the Brady Report, and it's brought to you by our friends at Hooters. Uh, you can start the week off right with happy hour at Hooters. Half off select appetizers, great drink specials every Monday through Friday, 3 to 6 o'clock right there at Hooters. And you can say, hey, Hooters, thanks for this Brady Report. Brady Report. Good Monday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy National Zoo Lovers Day. Oh, it's your day, Brady. <laughs> <laughs> he's cherry picking now. Are you going? <laughs> I might have to go out today. There's no food <laughs> holiday, so he goes with zoos. this. Yeah. <laughs> They got food at the zoo. That's a great point, too. It wasn't <laughs> yeah. food today. Mm-hmm. It just happens to be another thing he likes. Yeah, what, what zoo lovers? That's that's the day for you. Yeah. You should get on out there. I, I'm i trying to maybe this week, like on Friday. Well, that's not zoo lovers day. It still counts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't you deny him, John. No, it does. <laughs> I mean, like... December 29th isn't Christmas days, anymore. you know, it's the actual day. Sometimes I'll celebrate it a day or two later. No. Oh, you know, this week was, you know, yeah, pepperoni just... pizza day. Oh, you'll do, yeah. You celebrate a lot of those. Oh, you know. Pre and post. A couple of baseless fun facts. We breathe in and out roughly 25,000 times a day. Wow. That's more than 10,000 liters of air. Yeah, we just heard one from you. Yeah, you got to whistle again. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> Maybe. I, I tilted her down a little yeah, bit. Get it down by the mouth. But we can still hear that. That nostril just wants to breathe. <laughs> FDR, <laughs> FDR has the biggest win in presidential history. 1936, he beat Alf Landon. Hey, 523 really? electoral votes to eight. Man. I thought Reagan was like... Mondale a, had uh, 10. Oh, he had 10. Landon only won Maine and Vermont. I think Mondale had... His home state of Minnesota and like Wyoming or something weird. (laughs) He had like 10. Dr. Joseph Ignans Guillotine is the guy who came up with the guillotine in France in the 1700s and was against the death penalty. He thought a device that chopped people's heads off would help move the country away from executions. Because it was too vulgar and gross and people wouldn't want to see it? I guess it was clean and quick. Was his name not Guillotine? Well, the Guillotine has an E on the end, and his his last name does not. Huh. Interesting. So I just went with Guillotine. Yeah, you can go with whatever you go with, but that's odd that they would just add a letter to it. After the, and, and to have that named after you is pretty awesome, too. And I, I know we've done that one uh, before, but the last... Oh, yeah. Beheading was not that long ago. It was in the 20s. Was it Christopher Plummer? Who was there? Some famous actor the was there. Guy, uh, not Plummer, the guy who played, uh, he was in the Star Wars. Yeah. The, damn it. I can't think of his name either. Yeah, he was at the last beheading. Palpatine? As a child. No. No, 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 no. Like Dooku or something like that. Yeah. Oh, Christopher Lee? Was yeah, that's Christopher it. Lee. That's go. the guy. Boom. Nailed yeah, it. He was at the last beheading in France, the last public beheading. They still have a ton of them in Saudi Arabia. I watched 60 Minutes yesterday, and they talked about how they had an 81 in one day. Just to, yeah. <laughs> I know. That's some blade work. Well, we're talking about how Saudi Arabia is kind of getting all this credit for letting ladies drive again. They're like, eh, let's step back a second here because. Did they have to sharpen the blade again? I don't know if it was the same blade. I don't know if it was an 81 <laughs> blade salute or if they 
I mean, they had to take a break after like 40. Okay, we'll take a little break here and sharpen her up. We've got to get to WB. You next five on deck, you'll have a few minutes more of life, you know? <laughs> Researchers at the University of Missouri had 220 waiters and waitresses look at pictures of random people and guess whether each person would leave a good tip or not. I know how this works. We used to do this with Tony Romas, and it was all based in race. Yep. <laughs> yep. Native Americans. This was Man. not. We hated you guys Man. for tips. There was nothing worse than a Native American tip. They uh, found that the, the people that they guessed would get the best tips were the ones that were dressed nicer. Well, or if they're in the yeah. industry. Then you well, get tips yeah. very oh, yeah. heavily. Yeah, sure. I, I learned that with Miss New Booty. Big tippers if you've worked in the restaurant business. Well-dressed yeah. men were seen as the best tippers. And guys who dressed casually were expected to leave worse tips. We had a hierarchy. If it was Mormon women, we were getting nothing. If it was a really? table of yes, if it was a table of this is the weird thing. If it was a table of white women, there was zero tipping because all they do is argue about the bill. All they do is argue about the bill. If it was a table of people of color, women, the tip was gargantuan, and we couldn't figure that out. They don't want to be outdone by... I don't know. know. I don't know what it was. But if I, I had this... Every Saturday, we had this group of, uh, of African-American ladies that came in and did a, like a book reading on Saturday at 1130, and they got in the corner. And I loved waiting on them. They never bitched. They never cried. They never argued about the bill. They wore the same purple hats, and they did something and had a meeting, and I got a massive tip from them. And a lot of them just had tea. White women? Oh, they want separate bills. They argue about who had the salad, who drank the iced tea. But Native Americans, you topped the list. Topped the list. We don't know why that was. And maybe it's changed since, but that was one where we're like, oh, no. That was their get back. I don't know if that's still going on or not, but that was what waiters think. We never judged it off of how people were dressed because nobody ever came to Tony Roma's dressed nice. <laughs> Including the staff? No, we were pigs. <laughs> Lucky if we washed our clothes. There's a dog in the UK who just got sober. He's a two-year-old lab mix named Coco. You said sober? Yeah. Yep. His old owner let him drink alcohol to the point where he got physically hooked on it. <laughs> he went through alcohol withdrawal, and oh my um, God. it took him about a month for the vets to wean him off. But now he's doing better. Good. And he's going to be up for adoption in the next month. Does he have his his chip? Like, does he get a chip every month from? They give him a little coin. Doggy AA. <laughs> it's, it's a, a collar. Biscuit. It's, it's a biscuit. Collar. It's a biscuit. Little milk bone, four months sober. We got two grandmas from Texas that just went around the world in eighty days. On purpose. At the age of eighty. <laughs> nope. nope. They did. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> what happened, Grandma? I don't know. I got caught in the jet stream. <laughs> Sandy Haslip and Ellie Hamby were actually they're eighty one. They planned to do it when they were eighty, but um, COVID. Yeah. I don't know. But they did it to uh, a nod to Jules Verne. Sure. Who they both probably dated. <laughs> yeah, they might have. What, it, what? In a balloon? No. They, then it wasn't a nod to Jules Verne. They did do a balloon ride in Egypt. No. Oh. Still not. <laughs> Still not around the world in 80 but days. they went around Jules the Verne 17 did it in a balloon, countries. Yeah. Yeah. This isn't anything. Old people traveling around the world, that's what they're supposed to do. <laughs> that's what retirement is. Made it all the way around the world in 80 days because our prom day Jules wrote a book. 
the people in uh, Windsor, Connecticut couldn't do uh, Easter egg hunts because they were advised by the police and authorities. Uh, you might not want to hide your eggs. There's a, a bear out there, and they had pictures of the bear. Um, Enough for me. Breaking up some of the plastic eggs. It was finding yeah. them and eating the candy out of there. Yeah. So it was like, you might want to delay that hunt. Well, you start throwing food around your backyard, guess what? In, uh, <laughs> in the Belgium airport, there's some uh, stuff going through the uh, TSA, and it looks like chocolate bunnies. Nope, they were pure MDMA bunnies. Top to bottom? Top Mo- to Molly bottom. bunnies? Peeps yeah. or and they, chocolate? They looked like chocolate bunnies. but oh. Little ones? Uh, no. One person's holding his hands. It's pretty a big. big bunny. That's all drugs? So far, they've seen six tons of drugs in 2022 out of this airport. said so most of them were kind of, it's coming from China. I didn't even know you could do that. Yeah, that's pretty. The genius. whole thing is ecstasy. Yep. There isn't any chocolate at all. You can, yep, break it down. Well, this is, your kids, all your kids are going to die on drugs. If they can do that, I'm not, I'm just saying, there's no way no, you can, right. you can't stop that. Even kids that don't want to take drugs are going to end up eating that. I would eat that. I guess your first bite, you'd be like, this isn't chocolate. And why doesn't everyone have one of these little scanners that says, yep, MDMA present. Is that a yeah, drug? Is that does. what that is? They what scan says, the yeah. stuff and it'll pick up the chemicals yeah. that are. It says what it's it is. It's pretty huh. amazing. Sure enough. It says, caution, MDMA, ecstasy. And it's just leaning up against the bunny. Yeah, why isn't this available to parents? Everyone. Or just have one in the neighborhood. Check out Amazon. <laughs> just yeah, got one. Brady will have one. He wants to meet new <laughs> <Yeah>. people. <laughs> we need another MDMA scan. You got it, buddy. How's it going, chief? <laughs> Cops in Florida got a call around 2 a.m. Friday morning about a guy breaking into houses in a suburb of Orlando. Brady would lie to people, though. Yeah, it looks like your bunny's made of pure drugs. I'll take that off your hands. <laughs> got all of them. You got another one? He steals all the chocolate ones. Mm, more drugs. There's a real problem going on. The guy's name is Blake Talkman. He's 34. He smashed a window trying to break into someone's home. Then he left and tried to break into a second house. But here's where the fun part comes in. When police arrived, Blake was fully greased up and naked. Turned out he covered himself in wheel-bearing grease and uh, peppermint oil. <laughs> he tried to run away and jumped into someone's swimming pool, then climbed out of the pool and hopped on a trampoline. There's a video. Of the guy going through the American Gladiator trip? Yeah. He's like an American ninja. There's a couple of F-bombs in it. So he's leaving the house covered in oil and mint. Yeah, and the guy... Uh, the Why the mint? chest cam... Just because. He's yeah, crazy. must have been wanted to smell good, I guess. Yeah, yeah. who doesn't, Brady? <laughs> doesn't want to have an offensive odor while he's robbing you. The guy thought it was, the cop thought it was toothpaste yeah. originally because of that mint smell. So here he just, this is the cop's camera. He got his lights on. Sees the dude. Nope, now he's no, gone. No, he left. He's just disappeared. <laughs> he's vanished through a crack because he's all oiled up. So he's got a guy. He's on foot. He's naked. I would you like to be in that house right now as the cop is oh, opening the gate, now running in your backyard. 
Now there are the, the criminals in the pool. He is swimming in the pool right now. Yeah, as we see now he it. just gets out on the pool and just jumps on the tra- tramp and lays flat. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he ate one of those bunnies. Oh my God, he isn't. What is going? And he looks on like Auschwitz too. What is going so on? He gets that? Arm back. His head up? There's no cussing right there, but he's trying to get his other arm back, and he won't. And he's asking the cop, "What's his name? What's your name? What is the? Uh, is that a bandana or is he a burn victim? That's what I'm wondering. Looks like he's oh, it's like Freddy Krueger. Fried up his head. Oh, he's been in a fire. Oh yeah, that's why he's naked, Brady. Oh, is that his face? Is that the back of his head? That's the back of his head. Oh, God. It could be the grease, too. <laughs> I don't think it makes you look like you've been Clumping burned up. up. <laughs> Peppermint and, and axle oh, grease. poor cop. See, again, you see a cop today, just tip your tip he, your cap and say he thank you. He was cut because he broke the one window. Oh, so the there's head, on the back of his head? Well, you can see when he turned him over, then the one officer, second officer comes in and tries to calm the guy down. He says, you're, you're bleeding. We yeah. got to get you treated if you can calm down here. And get you some pants and a towel. Yeah, cops got to deal with naked uh, dudes. Yeah, I mean, lean constantly on touching naked drug addicts. Can you imagine? Yeah, like you're just walking through your day, and it's like, no, like our work day is never going to be like, oh yeah. By the way, I also have to wrestle a naked drug addict for a second. That's why I'm for guys like Officer Brewer. He just puts his dog on him. Yeah, I like that. Just get him. Get I like havoc. when the canine goes after. I love watching that on OP Live. You know, like just calling a canine. And my favorite part is the intimidation. Yep. What everybody gets mad about was when they got a guy on his knees and stuff, and the dog's just a few inches away, just, just ready to kill him. Kill and the dude's just eyeballs are huge. You're like, you want to mess around? You think I want to wrestle you, naked drug addict? I have a dog for that. The literal definition of f around and find yeah, out. Yeah, I just. <laughs> ugh. I don't know how they. I don't know how yeah. they get a bad rap. We should allow them to snap every once in a while. You're allowed like two a year. Look at that guy's for, head. For no reason. What That's is wrong it. with his head? That's more than just a glass break. No, he looks like a. He looks like Wart Man. Yeah. Blood and grease. Ugh. Yeah, we should allow every cop should be allowed two just random killings. Yeah, give them a punch card. Yeah. They can <laughs> show you. you snap. I got one left. For every naked drug addict you had to wrestle, yep. you get to shoot a citizen. Hang on, I got to bring Jones out here. He's got two yeah. freebies on his. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's ridiculous what they deal with. I can't imagine it. I'd lose my mind. The latest food trend going viral is vodka butter. Okay. You throw butter, stick a butter in. Two sticks, maybe. Throw For some what? vodka. Then two blend it all together. When, when are we ever putting two sticks into any no, butter? Because they're using what it for a spread. Brady, why would we use two sticks of butter ever? <laughs> to make That's it you blend it so you have one you whip, a, a you bigger whip it tub up of bread. So you have a tub of vodka butter. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> to make vodka butter. Yeah. You take two sticks, melt it. No, you no, no. Take you take one stick, it. but you're, you're making a bigger tub of it. Just like you buy a tub of, at the... Oh, store. I see what you're saying. I thought you were cooking with it. I thought you're two sticks of butter. Well, you're going to make the, the dirtiest Carolina mac and cheese ever. Gellin is the one who popularized the uh, on a TikTok video. And she puts it on uh, bread with uh, sardines, pickles, oh, and capers. Oh, this woman is repulsive. Imagine She's the bread She's got to be her. single. And puts a little black pepper and lemon zest on it. Oof. Why not just have a glass of vodka and some bread and butter? Yeah. Vodka doesn't have much of a flavor to be, I don't know, maybe. Someone just unveiled a new design concept for commercial airplanes. 
that features no middle seats. Oh, I'm in. But it isn't exactly roomier. Hmm? It's pretty interesting. It, instead of having one cabin with an aisle down the middle, there are three separate enclosed cabins with an aisle down the center of each one. Two cabins are side oh, by I side, see. and then the third one's like a triangle. Yeah, goes above it. Yeah, and each each little cabin has two seats. That's interesting. Two seats is better because flying JSX and stuff. Amazing. It's the best because yeah. you're never, ever sitting by a tool. And if you fly alone, they have a whole row of single seats. Yeah. So it's one seat or two seats. Uh, yeah, that's someone brought up the point. And I wonder what the, uh, you know, the windows and emergency exits. That's a good point. You got to have one somewhere. I imagine on the sides it'd be the same, right? I the can only think honestly, though. Yeah, you'd have two more on the upper maybe side. Maybe two times those emergency exits have ever been used for good. This is just a concept what for the, the, the Sully Sullenberger flight, and then a couple of times on runways when people got yeah. to play on the slide, but. I, I like I, most of the time it's just some nutbag trying to open it in the air. Some Swedish guy, he's twenty three years old, named Ollie London, just broke the world record for knuckle cracking, the most continuous cracking of different joints. He did it all together, uh, a total of forty six cracks. Yeah, in twelve seconds. Different knuckles. Oh. Knuckles, body, all back. Joints. He's oh, doing all God. joints. So they, he's in this room and he's got the microphone set up that picks up everything. It's uh, it sounds weird. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I just got a thing that said your boy's at it again. Somebody's oh, mad no. at Toledo. Tell Toledo What'd no one's now? here to hear him do the Brady voice. Toledo, we're here for John doing it, not you. Your piss poor interpretation. <laughs> this guy's just mad for nothing. I didn't even hear you do it. I didn't either. I didn't either. Said, uh, bet you did an impression for your dad as a toddler, and that's why he's gone. Listen, jackass. <laughs> oh, that was John. <laughs> <laughs> just assumed you did a, a voice for your dad. That's it. I'm not here for this. Hey, Pop. This is the popping guy. What's wrong with his body? Uh, yeah, that's all of his happen. knuckles and his back. Yuck. Got another, uh, we'll got some more radio videos. Okay. The first one is this, uh, it's titled Karen insults a guy who locates her purse. And this guy is telling this lady in the car that her purse is on her roof. Okay. But she, she doesn't, uh, she basically, oh, it's in there. Okay, yeah. Gotcha. But it's a, she's not nice to him. No, she's you know thinks the guy is uh, grifting for change or something. All right. But her, she has her purse on her car. Yeah, it's on the roof of the car, and she's driving. I I'm just trying to tell you that no, you, I told you I don't have your any purse is on top of your car. Find your own business. That's fake. That's fake. Yeah, that's fake. That's poorly acted. And she's got to find Brady. Come on, business. come on, Brady. You couldn't tell that? As many movies as you've slept through, you couldn't that tell that's bad acting? <laughs> Don't get indignant with us. We're the one telling you it was fake. You brought it to us as a real thing. Yeah, that was bad acting. First one is uh, the next radio video is a dedication to the Dalai Lama. Uh-oh. Oh, we got a guy licking a kid again? Nope. 
it's not the Dalai Lama, but it's uh, a religious person being okay. uh, dollied down some a set of stairs. Dollied? Oh, <laughs> yeah, dollied. pretty much yeah. uh, not, carried. Oh, no, not really. It's a complete <laughs> fail. They had one of those giant... I don't know what those are called when they got the important person in the throne and they carry him around like 300. Yeah. The way they did Xerxes. They just dumped this lady down. It's a bad idea to go downstairs. It's like the Ewoks carrying C3PO <laughs> right. in Return of the Jedi. <laughs> what religion is that that they dress them up like those things? Next one's a... Uh, what is it with the outfits in religion? I, my my uh, neighborhood was just... Covered in uh, Orthodox Jews this weekend. Well, because I got one of those places nearby. And I feel so bad for those people having to dress up like that all the time. It's starting right. to heat up. Oh, it's too hot the for wool suits the wool suits and everything. suits. I mean, I, every year I go through this, but I mean, I never noticed it. But Friday night coming back from Mavericks, I'm going by and just tons of them walking around. I'm like, Jesus. Yeah. 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 But not for exactly. you. They didn't care. Next one's a dash cam of a car hitting a motorcycle, and you get front and back because uh, yeah, I think a second car comes in. Whoa, whoa hits one motorcycle. Oh, oh, and there he goes flying off the back now, camera. And then the other car that sees him. Hundreds of feet. Oh, jeez. That guy flies 100 feet in the air. Wow. Who was in the wrong lane there? world record. Oh, he just he crossed into the wrong lane. Yeah, the car was in the wrong lane. Oh, Jesus. Is that person, uh, yeah, that's a, that guy's done. You don't fly that far and live to tell the tale. Next one's a dog Dogs. working its way down its steps the best it can. So I think it's a chihuahua. Okay. Chihuahua. Oh, it's doing somersaults. It's a slinky dog. It's a dog made of slinky. <laughs> <laughs> a little Cairn Terrier. <laughs> Did all right. <laughs> Not a peep. Oh, man. He gets up. He's like, that's, that's how, how you do that. Down. That's how you do that. <laughs> he trots off to the kitchen. Like, no. Uh. <laughs> Time for uh, cookies. It's my uh, my boy Gordon today. His thirteenth birthday. He's getting a little surgery. He's got a he's got a stone. Got an old man stone, which I didn't even know. But he's got to get it taken out. Real it doesn't hurt him. But they found it. You know, could like block, this, right? Yeah, well, it could be trouble. So they got to go and back it up into his bladder and then pull it out. No, they're oh. going in. They're cutting him up. And then they're doing the lips the tripsy thing? They, I don't know what that what? is. For, that's the sound. Breaks it. I don't know if they can pulverize it. I don't know how they're going to do it. I, I'm hoping that they, but they got to cut him up. They got to go in. So I think they're pulling it out. I'm going to look that up. Lips the tripsy. That sounds adorable. But yeah, he's got a stone today. So my, my, my sweet boy, Gordon. Going under the knife in about an hour. Last one's a little rodeo action. Bull riding. This is a nightmare. I'm going to say this guy's done. All right. He's in the cage. It didn't start well. This is like a child. Oh, his helmet flew up. Oh, no, this is no good. And now, oh, face to his back. He just walked into the bull. The legs are locked on. They can't get Let go. Oh, he has let go. He's locked to the bull. Oh, he's out. He's out. He's dead. Oh, my God. Kill the bull. I can't play the music. I mean, keep keep the music going. Oh, my back. (laughs) Well, that's how you win a rodeo. Those are the worst rodeo techs. And that's... He got his eight seconds. (laughs) And a piece of good news, he broke the record. 
broke every bone in his yeah, body. Oh, yeah. Too, He's but. not alive to celebrate it. But Oh, right there. Oh, right there. Face oh, into the back of the head out, of the bull. Out. I mean, he was in big trouble the second that gate opened and his helmet flew 40 feet. And now he does uh, used car remotes. So, wait, they don't know how to put a helmet on his head, but they can tie him to a bull and he can't yeah. come out. Oh, that is just... That is just... Those cartels. All right, who would you rather be? keeping the commentary oh, yeah. going. Well, they're counting it down, man. This is... He is tenderized. Look at that neck snapping. <laughs> it just won't end. And the helmet's gone. Oh, we forgot to strap the helmet to his head, but we strapped him to the bull. He's not going anywhere. He is going to break all the world records. This is posted to the Instagram account. Happy it's not me. Yeah. <laughs> this is how the cartel punishes people now. Yes. Who would you rather be, the lady in the spinning thing in the helicopter getting rescued from the oh, that, mountain or that, that guy? I'm taking the really? spin. Really? I'm yeah. taking the spin. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'll take the organs on the side of my body Man. for sure. It's a tough choice. When do you pass out on either one See, of that's them. the thing. With this one, I think you're out so fast. I think so, too. But I think you live through that. lady eventually? I think, you, I think you live through the spinning thing a lot longer. If you had to choose your death... <laughs> spun, that one looks spun to death, horrible, but you, death, you are you're the, out. I'll take the cow. Tied to a bull or spun yeah. to death. If I'm dying, I'll take the cow. If I'm surviving, I'm going the One's basket. really violent and physical, and the other one is just like you're... I think it's a pleasant off. pass out no, no, of the spin. No, neither are good. Yikes. Rodeos. All right, Brett. Uh... Uh, my content manager has been taking the week off. He said what? He, he figured that, or the the day off. He figured okay. we had enough on Friday from okay. uh, it's the true. scissors. It's but uh, you did send over this one, which I have not watched yet. It is so the we're grossest. Gonna, we're going to go in together on this. It's the grossest thing I've ever I've ever heard in my life. Oh no! It's the grossest thing I've ever. So it's heard not mild in my life. Just close your eyes. It's the grossest thing I've ever heard in my life. So don't look at it. Make the sound go for sure, Brett. Yeah. Make sure that the sound is clicked on. Squirter. I'm a squirter. Oh my god, Dad. yeah, I am. <laughs> what can I say? Yeah, he's absolutely. We're all right. adults here. Yeah, right. we're grownups. Right. Yeah, um, but here's the thing. That is Chris Jenner telling Howie Mandel she's a squirter, and I've never heard anything grosser. Play it again. So, so you're a squirter. I'm a squirter. Oh my god. Oh my god. god. Oh my god. No, never ever in my life did I need to know that. New morning show next door. Bruce Jenner <laughs> slash Caitlin. He's bitter still. Used it's a to drop. It's used a drop to get the- squirted on her or by her or by her. Maybe maybe Caitlin saw it and said, "I want to squirt too." Well, so did OJ. Oh, that's right. OJ <laughs> made her squirt too. That's right. <laughs> Hello, Twitter world. I can attest to the fact that that woman is a squirter. Here's the rules. Uh, anywhere north of forty eight. You're not squirting. You're incontinent. You're pissing yourself. You've lost bladder control. I can't imagine my sister's reaction if Bunny was interviewed and said something like that. Nobody needs to know about a woman in her 60s squirting. It's called incontinence. It's called leakiness. It's called get a depends. You don't have control of your bladder. What do you mean by that? Bladder. Well, Bob Kardashian yeah. loved it. Oh, I'm squirting right now. I can't control it after a few kids. When I giggle, I squirt. No, you pee. (laughs) Only women in their 20s squirt. Women in their 30s, mm, mm, you got to look good or you're peeing. Anything over 40, 45, if you start squirting, we don't need to know about it. Let grandpa be surprised on his own. 
Imagine sitting, around the, sitting around the dinner table of Babu and Papple, Papple Chick. Chick. <laughs> you know, your grandmother here fires off a hose there down south every once in a while when I get her all oh. primed up. It's about two inches in and up, boy. <laughs> no! I'd rather watch people die every single day on your videos than listen to Chris Jenner say she squirts. <laughs> Ever. Boy, did Howie light up. Kylie Jenner? Kendall Jenner? Even Caitlyn Jenner for the novelty. Wow. I don't want to hear Chris Jenner talk about that. And why is she telling Howie yeah. Mandel? He's a germaphobe. Maybe that's passed down to the other girls, too. Is that a hereditary thing? Yeah, it is. Uh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> Good chance one of the so, three got it. If you squirt, or five, one of the you're five. A lot good like, chance. Like your mom and your grandma yep. before her. Do you think that our grandparents ever dealt with that? Yes. You and do? Not, yeah, not no one. I don't was. think Isabel ever fired one off on Alva. 100%. No way. Mistakenly. Uh-uh. Maybe was, not Maybe not her, but someone around that age in our, in our circle did, for sure. Come on. Nah, my, gran- my granny was a prostitute. I know. I'm sure, but, that was part oh, of her, sti- her that's spiel. A good point. Oh. She was a squirting prostitute in Montana. <laughs> like an oil rig. You can get one of them prospectors up here and see if he can dig down deep. <laughs> Find the spring. Repulsive. Ladies, keep it to yourselves. No one over the age of 40. I'm going to say 45. Also, uh, by the way, just to reiterate, not only was Chris Jenner a squirter, but Nicole squirted from all sorts of spots on her oh, body. Oh, her oh, neck, Jay. her neck squirted like crazy. Oh, I'm just saying. All right, who squirted more, her or the date? Well, I mean, there was there was a lot to clean up after each date. <laughs> Every time I visited a woman, it seemed like we were mopping. Okay, I'm just saying. That's gross. Yeah, don't want to ever know about that. And is it passed down? No, because we've seen the Kim video. Just that she time. Didn't show that. That what she are you talking it, about? Doesn't mean she does it every time. Yeah, she's holding back. She's. Uh, have you seen the Ray J video? She's not holding back. Uh, I think you haven't can, seen I it. I think she can. No, you haven't. I think seen she it, can kegle the squirt. No, kegling thing. She's not in a position to kegle. Jesus, when <laughs> <laughs> you show Brady videos. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've seen them. I know. Uh, no. I don't think you understand how it works. Then. I don't think you remember. You blocked that out. Oh, I remember they showed me that one where they put the plastic down too, all over the room because the girl. Oh, yeah, just, sometimes you can fire them off. Uh, Joey says, "Let me save your brain." That clip's running out of context. My wife saw it and showed it to me too. They're talking about using squirt bottles as a good cleaner. I threw up in my mouth a bit, but then she later explains that they're not doing that. Okay, I hope that's true, but just to save my brain, I'm going to believe what Joey Ramirez just emailed me. Even as a joke, I don't want to hear an old lady talk about that. Then how about this one? John, I love how Brady goes, yeah, it's hereditary, without a moment to think. (laughs) Meanwhile, in his head, he's like, that damn devil juice ain't getting on me. (laughs) That is disgusting. (laughs) But sure, I'm sure it's passed down. Right away. So you're saying... Right now, to, to, to fathers listening, that that wife of theirs firing all over Pass them. She's passed it down to that beautiful daughter that they've got. Yep. <laughs> yuck. You're gross. Yuck and double yuck. Don't talk about that. Anyway, ladies, don't do it. If you're old, stop it. 
John, after listening to that rodeo video, can we get an update on Corrine? I'm pretty sure she's uh, ended herself after the Easter keg. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're sad, Corrine. <laughs> Poor lady. When I was younger, I thought they, they liked squirt soda. Oh, they yeah. They're squirters. Yeah. Is that when you were younger? Back yeah. when you kids used to talk about yeah. that all the time yeah. around the soda bin? After Little League? Seriously. <laughs> what do you want? That lady's a real squirter Come on now. Papalette, your wife's a squirter. You're a squirter. <laughs> Here you go, Grandma. I know you're a real squirter. I'm the soda jerk. <laughs> Brady the soda jerk. Who wants some squirt? Grandma, you a squirter? Yuck. <laughs> Shirley Skaggs did not squirt. You don't know. Neither did Isabel Holmberg. I know. They kept it to themselves. No. Oh, can we move on? No, we cannot. We have to sort this out. What's your grandmother's name? Oh, don't do it to Brad. What was your grandmother's yeah. name? Teresa. Teresa what? Spatola. Oh, man, is that some... Oh, Squirtola? Spatola. That's how she got right. their name. Oh, Teresa sorry, Squirtola. Yeah. Spatola? Is that really your... Spatola. Oh, Sp- oh I thought you said okay. Spatola. Everybody says Spatola. I heard Spatola. Yeah. Teresa Spatola. Oh, she squirted. No. <laughs> don't you talk about my grandmother like that. What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> it's disgusting. Women don't need to talk about it. Old women don't. <sighs> this is worse than the video I showed you guys on Friday. I don't want to hear Yeah, I told you. I told you it's the worst thing we've ever watched. Chris Jenner saying I'm a squirter is the... Sickening. Sickening. Hey, uh, Brady, you know, Bunny, your mom there, she's a geyser. Oh. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to take her in the bedroom with some buckets. <laughs> some sponges. Uh, no. You got it all together there, boy. Pass it down to your sister, too, there, Amy. Oh, she's boy. a fireball down south. Come on. There has to be some semblance of mystery involved in people's lives. We don't need to know that. Texters are saying, so wait. This is what Brady thinks is a squirter. The opening of Beverly Hills Cop. Watch there. This, that's what Brady thinks yeah. is a squirter. Yeah, just, look at that little squirter. Look at that little squirter right there. <laughs> How you doing there, little squirter? <laughs> You're worse than the Dalai Lama saying that to kids. How about you doing there, little squirter? Yuck. That is repulsive. You're all gross. None of you are normal. Ask your grandma today. <laughs> In hospice. Depending on what age she is, she'd probably be a little more open than you want her They'll to be. They'll tell you stuff. Towards the end there, they start talking. They'll blab. That is your Brady Report, complete with the, uh, the r- new rules. It's 98 KUPD. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98 KUPD. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Here on this uh, glorious Monday where we're going to start tapping that 100 degrees here pretty darn soon. I, for one, welcome it. Burn up all this stuff. Torch all this crappy air. Make my nose normal again. Also, uh, you know, you can't escape this. Some dude just went in and started shooting up Louisville. Uh, Shot up a bank down in Louisville. Four people are, eight people injured. Four people, he's dead. Maybe we'll get some more. Amazing footage of that guy getting offed, but Jesus what a week. Christmas. It's weekly. Come on. It's like I said before, we, I think we might be getting numb to it because it seems like the Dalai Lama thing is bigger than oh, this yeah. story now. Well, no, this is like expected, and the yeah. Dalai Lama thing is rare. 
like the Dalai Lama licking a kid. That's a rare story. Somebody going in and shooting up an office is, eh, Tuesday, Monday, whatever. It's terrible. So, yeah, this one's right there. They got cops walking around with their AR-15s outside. So there's that. Glorious. I wanted to have fun with the Dalai Lama licking children back when we could make fun of things like that. But then the, you know, top story turns into something horrible again. There's no answer for this nuts. We got to, again, we just have to go back to calling crazy people crazy. Bring back special ed. Loads and loads of uh, ridiculing the kids who aren't normal. Make sure we stuff them in corners. That used to work. Making them part of society makes them realize they're different all the time. They don't blend in. Put them in a room where they blend in with the other nutbags. Your kid isn't normal. You go, you're not normal. We're going to put you with the other non-normals and leave these regular kids to, you know, run the world. You lunatics can either figure it out or stay this way. Don't understand it. You wonder if there's the fallout after, uh, you know, if they've been on meds and stuff like that. Just don't that care generation. Anymore. Like, it's the meds and everything else, but it's just a, a certain point of trying to make everybody just blend together and ignore goofiness. Point out goofiness. I've been saying it for years. The more we point out weirdos, and nobody doesn't live their life like that. Even the most woke person in the world still walks in the Circle K and goes, avoid that guy. You immediately have that in, innate quality to look at a thing and go i don't like this situation to judge a person like immediately judge someone who's acting funny point out weirdos stop accepting weirdos in every aspect of everything some people are bananas and it's not our job to to you know work them into the fold Uh uh-uh shun them from society put them in rooms with other weirdos Used to call those insane asylums. I used to love driving by the one on 24th Street and uh, Van Buren. It was a great time, especially uh, because that's the first corner I ever stayed on when I lived in Phoenix. My dad got a room at the Contiki Hotel right across the street. My God. We sat, my sister and I, in that room and watched, uh, like, heaven, strange field play and people in robes. They just let them wander around. They'd lean up against the fence, you know, as cars would drive by. It's like the nutbags were all inside there. We knew where to keep them. You act a little off, we put you in. You start realizing either I fit in with these people or I want out. I got to normalize. Some Your kid comes home with a face tattoo. It isn't time to celebrate. It's time to stick him in a room with other people like that. Start calling goofy people goofy again. It's Twitter's job. I don't understand that. Twitter does it real fast. We got two new rules now. Goofy people need to be called goofy, and women over the age of forty-eight can't say they're squirters, even if they're talking about cleaning supplies. That sentence is off limits. I'm going full Saudi Arabia on that one. Ladies, you're not allowed to do it. We can joke about it. You can't do it. Uh, but we do have some stuff because we don't have a Guadalupe replay to, to do this morning. We're going to give you something anyway, as a uh, you know, uh, I guess asking for forgiveness for not having a Guadalupe Easter. Yeah, post-Easter. There it is. That's it. For Jesus' fourth day. You know, he had had to have a day after Easter, That was a party day. What was it? Did he leave immediately? He came down and said, Easter, how you doing? He didn't stick around for a few days? Rose again. Yeah, he he took off. (laughs) What's the answer on that? You should know more than you're looking Um, up the ceiling tiles again. I think, was it, did he appear to... uh, We're over here. Doubting Thomas? Look, you're the one who knows. Don't say words to me. Downing Tom is just words. Yeah, there's a couple that didn't believe that he... Right, but I'm, I'm not asking And then that. he went over there and, and showed him his hands. Right, the whistle. Like, oh, it's me. It's me, yo. So, uh, that's right. Yo. Those six, yeah, and the Lord spake. But he left that night. 
Um, that's a good question, John. I don't you know. You don't know that. That's good. That's a good answer. Could have left during the day as well. Also, I mean, I think he, he. I think he's an early riser. How come? I think so too. How come? Actually, he's a late riser. It took him three days to rise. Uh, <laughs> how come? If God knows everything, he needed people to slaughter lambs and write on the door so he knew not to kill the wrong people. For Passover? Yeah. How come he knew that? No, no. How come he's like, hey, mark your door so I don't screw up? Oh, because... uh, We should have already known, right? It was a reverse curse, wasn't it? I don't know. You're the one who knows this stuff. I'm trying, you know. I got to go back and revisit. (laughs) They're not going to do that. I don't know any of these rules. I just know I was watching a Passover thing. On uh, Saturday morning, and they were talking about that, and I'm like, "Hey, if he's if he's all knowing, why, why did all these lambs have to die?" Yeah, the, the as I understand it, you know, watching the Ten Commandments, which yeah, was that's your basis factual, of knowledge. Um, I think it was Ramses the King. Yeah, put a um, he was trying to get rid of Moses, sure, but he went out and just in case killed all of the uh, firstborn. First but didn't God say? So then God reversed him? it. And said, if you put the lamb on your, uh, the blood of the lamb on your door, it protects your firstborn. You're you're under the guise of God. Uh, I don't know if any of that's real. It was a weird thing. They were talking, they were talking about something else on Saturday. I'm like, it doesn't say. That makes sense. But whatever it is, at least you're. When that fog moves in on the Ten Commandments through the town, <laughs> it's pretty it's real. Pretty cool. It's pretty authentic. <laughs> I think it's actual footage, like uh, closed circuit that they used to have back then. Be great if Jesus could like GoPro back some of that stuff for us, but he won't. Uh, we do have disturbed tickets. We're going to give you guys in just a little bit. I wanted to play uh, "Suck My Tongue" with the Dalai Lama this morning, but it's a tough game to come up with a game for. <laughs> but "Suck My Tongue" from the Dalai Lama, maybe the greatest phrase he's ever said, and he's always big on like quotes and stuff. Name that makeout scene yeah. from movies. Yeah, who said it? The Dalai Lama, or you know, was this in when Harry met Sally? Uh, great moments in sucking history, per, pot- potentially a game we play. Uh, we're going to give you disturbed tickets coming up in just moments. Because uh, suck my tongue is a phrase that's on every on the tip of everybody's lips today. It's 98 KUPD. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98 KUPD. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. There you go. Blowing through this allergy-filled Monday. There's Disturbed. It is, uh, are you ready? And uh, the Dalai Lama stole the headlines today with his great quote. One of the most famous things he's ever going to be known to say. All those things that the Dalai Lama's uttered. And he fires off, suck my tongue to a little boy. And that's what we'll remember him for forever. Cue the music for our new game, Suck My Tongue. That's right, the Dalai Lama brought it on, and now we're going to have the most... T-shirts back ordered. Oh, man. I'm dying to get that one. That's All the memes that are coming out of Bill Murray saying, uh, so the Dalai Lama asked me to suck his tongue. I got that going for me. Uh, You got all this stuff happening right now, and we're going to do Suck My Tongue. The four most famous tongues, probably. I mean, think of... Can you think of another? Not really. The four most famous tongues. Michael Jordan, Gene Simmons, the Rolling Stones, and now... The Dalai Lama has entered the Mount Rushmore of tongue fame. Asking a little bit to suck it. Yeah, I can't. I can't quite. I mean, that's a pretty good list, though. I mean, if you had the Mount Rushmore of tongue fame, Jenna Jameson, maybe from back uh, then. Was it her tongue we really would remember? Yeah, exactly. I think she's more famous for like tongues, like fourth on her list. (laughs) Like on her Mount Rushmore, the tongue is maybe not not enough. Freddy Krueger's phone. 
No, it was just, he only did that once. Freddie's Freddie's yeah, Freddie's famous as fingers. Yeah. yeah. I can't really think of another famous tongue, but Michael Jordan, Gene Simmons, the Rolling Stones, and Dalai Lama. That's my Mount Rushmore of tongue fame. And I, I didn't realize how close all their quotes actually were. So I will give a quote, and you have to tell me what exactly or which tongue exactly uttered that <laughs> phrase. All right? We just get two or three of them. You go to disturb. How's that work? All right, let's go to the phone see who you got. Who you got first, Brett? Uh, this one is Rosalio. Rosalio. Hola. Are you there, Rosalio? Hola. Yes, sir. All right, Rosalio, here we go. The game is called Suck My Tongue. I will read a quote. You tell me if Michael Jordan said it, if Gene Simmons from Kiss said it, if the Rolling Stones said it, or the Dalai Lama said it, Okay. All right. And good luck. Suck my tongue. Have you ever had an 87-year-old man suck your tongue? Oh, God. Uh, no, but, I mean, there's always in the future. <laughs> That's right. I'm looking forward to it. You're going to get a yes one of these times. I know, and I'm going to have a thousand <laughs> questions to follow. I'm I, not sure who's 87. Yeah, uh, 85. <laughs> All right, here we go. Compassion and tolerance are not a sign of weakness, but a sign of strength. Which tongue said it? Let's go with the Dalai Lama. Dalai Lama right off the bat is correct. Well done. That's one. Excellent job. All right. How about this one? I'll never be your beast of burden. One more time. I'll never be your beast of burden. Michael Jordan. Tried to hand a win over. Tried to. I tried to hand a win over there. Well, you know, I want to see that on the poster, you know. man. All right, sorry, Rosalio. Gotta be young. What? I don't care how young you are. Yeah, come on. All right, He's Latino. Who's he next, know David? The <laughs> he knows the Stones were world famous. Michael Jordan. Hi. All right, turn your radio down, David. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, you ready? Yes, sir. You want to suck my tongue? Yes, sir. All right, your four, <laughs> four tongue choices are. Are you in the military? Uh, boy, this is impressive. A Dalai Lama, Gene Simmons, the Rolling Stones, or Michael Jordan? Who said it? I crave ideas, and when an idea hits me, it grips me and it tortures me until I master it. Uh, I'm going to go with Michael Jordan. Incorrect. Oh, that's a painful one. It's Gene Simmons. Gene Simmons it came off of his tongue. Sorry about that. You sucked at sucking tongues. Next one, Brett. Jimmy. Jimmy, are you there? Yes, sir. All right. Suck my tongue, Jimmy. Here we go. You must expect great things of yourself before you can do them. Dalai Lama. Incorrect. Ah. Michael Jordan. Oh. <laughs> I might have to go back to that beast of burden thing again. I tried to give a guy a win. Yeah, no kidding. Try another one. All right, we got Eddie. Eddie, are you there? Yes. All right, Eddie, come on. You got to get it. this. Let's do this thing. I, I got it. All right. All right. Just as every cop is a criminal and all the sinners saints. I'm going to go with Dalai Lama. Oh, no. It's <laughs> another. That's from Sympathy for the Devil. It's a Rolling Stones lyric. My great song. God. It's a great line, too. And Guns N' Roses covered it. So age is not an excuse. Who's that blind? Yeah, go. All right, let's try until we get somebody. Maybe Jessica. Jessica, are you there? Hello? 
Hello. Hey, all right, Mike. You, Mike, all right. Ready to go, Mike? Yeah, I'm You're ready. on live. Do Don't cuss. All right. Suck some tongues. Suck some tongues, Mike. Because all you women is low-down gamblers. Dalai Lama, Michael Jordan, uh, Gene Simmons, or the Rolling Stones? Uh, Gene Simmons. Incorrect. Oh, man. Damn it. It's another Rolling Stones. <laughs> all you women. <laughs> oh, my God. That's from Dead Flowers. Oh, my Lord. All right. Let's try another Maybe one. Maybe Gloria. Gloria, are you there? Nope. All right. What are you, Gloria? What's your like, name? Can these guys pay the bills? Yeah, I know. <laughs> my name's Victor. Victor, are you ready to suck my tongue? No, but I'll play the game. <laughs> All right, here we go. Is it the Dalai Lama, Gene Simmons, the Rolling Stones, or Michael Jordan? If you think you're too small to make a difference, try sleeping with a mosquito. Mick Jagger. The Dalai Lama? That is correct. We got one right. Good luck. I fail all of the time. It means nothing. Michael Jordan. Incorrect. Gene Simmons. Sorry. Oh. All right. Damn it. I guess I would have went with that too. I though. probably would have yeah. too. Let's try another one. Ready? All right. Wireless caller. Are you there? Hello. I'm here. All right. What's your name? Brian. Brian, you're going to suck my tongue. I'm going to suck your tongue. To quote the Dalai Lama, suck my tongue. Gene right. Simmons, um, Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan with the last one, the Rolling Stones. Stones, sorry, got it. I look inside myself and see my heart is black. Stones, Stones is correct. Nice. We got a guy who might know the Stones. Nice. Any answer, quick. All right, this is a good one. You can't always get what you want. But if you try sometime, there you go. Nice. Yeah, we're going to try to get you here. For the win. Lose your dreams and you will lose your mind. Ooh, curveball. Dalai Lama. Oh, oh, damn it. Oh, it's the stones uh, again. Stones. They tried to give you three stones. Uh, Fail again. Sorry. Out. He's gone. One more. Want to try one more? I just want somebody to win this damn thing. Uh, I don't know who this is. All right. Go ahead. Heather, what's your name? Chris. Chris, are you ready to suck my tongue? Uh, I'll try. All right. Here we go. Uh, How about this one? See if I can make it easy. I built my talents in the game on the shoulders of someone else's. Jordan? Jordan is correct. Yeah. It is a gamer. (laughs) See if we can get this uh, make you go somewhere. How about... Uh, I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career and lost almost 300 games. Jordan? Jordan is correct. I don't know how he's <laughs> yes. doing it. I don't know how he's doing Shocker. it. Shocker. <laughs> Would have thought it was the Stones. People, are the, people who are the salt of the earth get up and go do a job that they hate. For the win. Ooh, Gene Simmons? Gene Simmons! Wow. That's correct! I don't nice. know how he said it! Congratulations. You're going to disturb. It was just that simple. Hold on. Sweet. See? Sweet. That's how it works. Sweet. Beast of burden. <laughs> that one blows my that mind. That one blows my mind. I'll never be your beast of burden. Might have been the easiest one. Dalai Lama's quotes are weird. Hey, little boy, will you spit in my hand? Put your finger here. Stones. 
No, all Dalai Lama. <laughs> yeah. You taste like candy. Don't tell your mom. Wow. Pretty solid. Well, the four fingers. Yeah, I'm trying to think of other tongues. It's nearly impossible. I can't think of another one. I think we've got the four best tongues in, uh, in, in the history of fame. Tongue fame. There you go. Well, the Dalai Lama has entered the Mount Rushmore. So I Googled it. It's Gene Simmons. Most famous tongues, of course. Oh, there you go. Gene Simmons. Miley Cyrus. Ah, she's climbing the ranks, that's for sure. Iggy Pop. Yuck. Cara Delevingne. I don't think that's accurate. Hello, Cool J. J. His lips are more famous than his tongue. Charlie XCX. Now, none of these people are famous tongues compared to this. Michael Jordan. Stop. That's a stupid list. Yep. Rolling Stone probably, but BuzzFeed, it's a BuzzFeed. The BuzzFeed Rolling Stones weren't on it. Anyway. Right. Anywhere. You can always say that when you said, I'm just quoting the Dalai Lama when I asked that child to suck my tongue. People but, are parsing it out on, on text as, aren't the stones more lips than tongue? No, the logo is... Yeah, it's the it tongue and the, the lips. Logo. It's the mouth. But yeah, their tongue's sticking out. Yeah. Let's not argue the point. The <laughs> just because you lost doesn't you mean you got to call didn't a bitch. No beast of burden. <laughs> Christ. Uh, Brady's going to figure out your lives in just moments. What would Brady do? Coming up next. Suck my tongue. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. That is the least responsible thing I've heard since the Dalai Lama asked that boy to suck his tongue. Out of the four of us. Uh, she has all four of our numbers. Right. So a sales lady just came up to the studio and said, I'm looking for Richard. I'm like, well, he's probably wandering around doing something else. And she said, uh, he has my credit card. Evidently, she left her card with Rich at Mavericks on Friday night <laughs> to cover the bill for this. And Richard so automatically touches your card. He's like anti-Midas. It goes from 780 to 520 credit score immediately on touch. <laughs> I paid four bills. Did you have it? Yeah. You kept it? Yeah. You didn't lose it? No. There were receipts? I didn't get the receipts. Did you charge up uh, Dom's winnings from uh, 2008's fantasy football season you never paid? Uh, should have thought Yeah, should have let Joe pay for it. <laughs> In the future. I mean, the history of you was people in their bills. The Hooters bill he left for the listeners that time? <laughs> I paid that. Ah, that no. no, I paid it with Jill's card. <laughs> ah, it would have been great. <laughs> Smoothest thing of all time. Hey, folks, I got to go. It's been fun chatting with you. Toledo got a bunch of wings and some, <laughs> a couple salads to go. The time at Porkopolis. <laughs> That's hilarious. Remember at Porkopolis? Yes. When I got to ring him out, because I've never done it before, and it happened to be... It was the best thing I've ever heard in my life. Toledo hands the credit card over to uh, Hammy's wife. She runs it, and she goes, I'm sorry, it's been declined. And he goes, oh, we just went to the Lego store. Like, that's the natural response to my card's been declined. Like, the Lego store drained me of all my funds. And, of course, I'm dying. Toledo's uh, wife, Lisa's laughing, going, it had to happen in front of him, right? I'm like, yeah, your car got declined at Porkopolis. Two bags to go. He had no way to pay. <laughs> I'd have been back washing dishes and all to not let you know oh, about it. Absolutely. Oh. He squared up. I had a sandwich board. He was out on the corner. <laughs> yeah, he did some, <laughs> he did some sign spinning. He's spinning some Porkopolis <laughs> arrows. Uh, anyway, wow. Trusting Toledo with a credit card. Woof. Dangeroo. I mean, as long She's as it's. He's got to get like, a receipt now. Yeah, now. To, yeah, you got to see all the. You, watch what he rung up. 
There's a Hyundai on there. <laughs> and somehow or another, he's always backwards on the payments. Uh, it's time now for What Would Brady Do? It's brought to you by our friends at uh, MMP Guns and Mo Money Pawn. And uh, aside from all of the stuff they've got for you and all the things, they're just good people. They're fun. And it's Byron's birthday. Yes, go in there and yeah, go wish him a happy birthday. Byron's doing uh, uh, discounts on stuff if you wish him a happy birthday. <laughs> Take that, Byron. <laughs> birthday specials. Bur- Byron's birthday specials all day long. Go in, find Byron, and say happy birthday, and he'll give you a deal on something. That's a promise. Maybe 10 cents off, but he'll give you a deal on something. <laughs> uh, happy birthday to Byron. All those guys over there are awesome people uh, doing great work, and they've got everything you've ever needed. M&P Guns right inside Mo Money Pond, 12th Street in Indian School. Happy birthday to our friend Byron down there in uh, Ready Brady. Ready. Here we go. Uh, dear Brady, I'm going to keep this one short. My friend pissed on my leg in a bar restroom over the weekend. Hit me two times. The second time after I screamed, what the F are you doing? Uh, I looked, and the filthy animal thought it was hilarious. He was kind of doing it on purpose. I'd find it slightly funny if we were 16, but we're in our mid-30s now. Do I, A, pull a Holmberg and cut him out of my life, B, do a Brett and, you know, (laughs) or C, do a Brady, which would be what? I need your guidance, little feller. All right. Well, um, he's out of his mind, drunk, pissing, thinks it's hilarious. Yeah. Uh. One thing I would think about in the 30s might be time for a potential intervention. That he can't hold if his liquor that like old that? And you're still getting that jekyll at a bar where you're, first of all, I guess, was he peeing on the bar? Was he in the bathroom? No, no, he was in the bathroom. Okay. Yeah, he peed on his leg in the bar bathroom. I mean, if, yeah, that's, uh, uh, I'm not, uh, I don't hang out with people like that. It's time for a fresh one. Yeah, and that's exactly what yeah. I give him. I, I, the first time, at first time, like, Eric did that to me one time. Didn't pee on me at a bar, but he took a swing at me at a bar, joking around. And they started swinging at other people. And I said, you got your one. If you get me, I'm going to turn your lights out. going to mop the floor with you. T- no, that was a different Oh, time. that was different. It was, and I told him, I said, I'm not kidding around. Because you're swinging when nobody's looking. Like you're sucker punching. And it was kind of funny because it was so slow. And I said, but I'm going to turn your lights out. You, you make contact. And I swear to God, it's a fight. And his eyes got kind of big. And I think that's what you tell the guy pissing on you. Like, hey. You peed on me. That's your mistake. Next time's on purpose. You're, well, go, did, you're going to sleep. Didn't he say in the message that he, he the second time he thought it was funny? I mean, yeah. like he was like, eh, still yeah. laughing. That's yeah. when you ball That's up. when you get a mouth. That's when you, you get, ball yeah. Yeah. That's when you get a mouthful yeah, of time. If he goes back for a second round. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you pee on me a second time. Yeah. And you had your warning. He, yeah. And it's a, it's a proper probably punishment. probably helpless because mm-hmm. he was at the other urinal or something. Right. You don't go for the kill, but you give him a nice pop in the schnoz and cover him with that, you know, blood and urine. Would you be mad if your friend popped you in the jaw because you peed on him twice? If I was peeing on somebody, I no, would, I deserve it. I would expect. Yeah, I was raised that way. That when I pee on someone, I can expect physical altercation to ensue. Don't pee on me. No unwanted bodily fluids will be shot my way, Chris Jenner. I would have just. It would have been an, an easy little pushing out of the way. And that guy would have whizzed all over himself. That's right. I've been peed on twice in my life. Once in a shower with a girl that thought it was hilarious. And then once all over my head with that same girl who didn't know she was doing it. (laughs) I was kind of proud of that one. That's really the only acceptable time. Because if you've already accepted the idea that all fluids are a go right now. You're lucky that Chris Jenner thing didn't work out. 
It wasn't a Chris Jenner moment. It was urine. <laughs> she just lost control of her bodily functions. That's what I do, Brady. That's how I play the game. Uh, dear Brady, my 18-year-old daughter knows I am full of garbage. She's about to turn 19 next month. She doesn't have a job. She goes to school for three hours a day. She relies on her friends, mostly guys, to buy her stuff. I told her in December she gets no more money from me and that she owes me $200 a month for rent. She hasn't even flirted with this idea. Uh, and she knows I won't kick her out. So what do I do, Kevin? This is what you're going to run into. Try to put your foot down with Kirby. Already have renter's insurance. <laughs> Got a backup for when she absolutely yeah. does when not pay. Says- you're crazy, Daddy. Get your own money. Depends on how important yes. it is to you. If you want to teach that lesson, then you uh, say, then you find your, you got to find a roommate. Then, you know, the the risk then of what? that is like finding a, a good roommate. But how do you actually enforce that? I hear parents say that all the time. You're out on your ass. Well, you, you Do you pack up their stuff and move them? Where are they going? Like, I think kids always have the leverage in that and they never realize it. You can say you're going to kick your kid out. How do you do it? I think there's, I, I you know, if you're talking two or three hundred bucks a month, yeah, there's got to be ways that you can uh, implement the spending yeah. because she's getting she's cash not, somewhere. Yeah, he said so. Guys are buying her stuff. Well, there's that, but I, I got to believe there's an other income. She, she has to get a job. Again, I mean, though. you do the best you can. If you know, if it's if she is. Doing it out of pure rebellion or laziness. Give her the boot. It's lazy. But what is that? I mean, you can say that, but that's what I've never understood. Give her the boot. Okay, you're out. And then she doesn't go anywhere. What, do you have to physically have her removed? Yeah. By who? You wouldn't do that. I got some hard hitting friends. <laughs> He's got her. some pipe hitting. <laughs> <and> Kirby. <laughs> if you had this discussion with Kirby, which would never happen, she's allowed to stay forever. You're your family forever. But, My angel wouldn't do that. Right, but you with. would kick her out. How? Hit the bricks, sister. And then what? She goes, okay, and then goes back to her room, doesn't move. You're not physically Then we have real trouble, (laughs) mister. It's not happening. It's not happening. Why not? Push him out the door. Oh, I wouldn't. It's it's a boy. Yeah, you're out. If it's a chick, it's It's harder. It's easier with boys, for sure. Because basically you're pushing your daughter right into a life of prostitution. That's what she's doing now. Where's she getting all this money from? I don't know. Living for free? She's just getting stuff free. Yeah, nothing's free. She's hooking. She's, she's humming for food. One way or another. <laughs> Maybe that's the next option. Then you turn her out. You know? Well, you essentially. You the money. If you're getting two or three hundred bucks for it. Start your own trafficking. You're the pimp. <laughs> Jeez. If you're asking for two hundred bucks a month. I never understood that, though, with parents that always say, I'm kicking you, them out. Well, here's Ow. the important. If you're, if you're married, if you're a single dad, yeah. tougher. But if, you know, your wife has to be on the same page. How old is she again? She's going to be 19, it said. Oh, she's 18. She out, hit the brick, sister. But again, if she doesn't, like he said, he knows that she knows he's full of crap. So he can say it all he wants. She's just going to sit in that room. He's got to go, gotta go through with it. You got to pick her up, move yes. her outside, and Bye. then she comes back in. Call the cops. So you're just going to leave her in the road? Yeah. Get a job. <laughs> My bread shouldn't have been a dad. And this is why yeah. I shouldn't have been a dad, because you're making sense. It's good. He knows. He knows why he's Get not a, a dad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ask that guy uh, first. All time. I, you know, as the, the parent, you can just say, 
you cross your fingers or whatever. I hope this doesn't happen to me. Yeah, exactly. I guess you have to shut down her OnlyFans account. That's really all you can do. Yeah. <laughs> See, he's got a point. Yeah, you a find point. something. You find the hurt. Yeah, you find. But yeah, but that's she doesn't move. You could. Um, that might one. be a good one. Is to start. All right. Well, you're not working. Well, I've got some jobs here at the house that you can start doing. But she's not doing. And then anything. if you're gonna, you know, if you're gonna live here, put down you kick in. You got to kick in, but you put down rules of the house too, right? And then she doesn't follow them. Then what? That's exactly what. Now it get is. to the point. It's out. out. But that's what I'm asking. Yeah, I what think does the, that mean? Physically pick eviction. her up yep. and and evict her into a road. Yep. Yeah. Well, what uh, what you could do? <laughs> so quick. Go, yep. Goddamn right. <laughs> Anything to get the kid yeah. out. But you, you keep saying do, it like it's like she's okay. just going to follow your orders all the time. Well, sudden. what I would. What I would probably end up doing, I'm like, you're on your own, yep. but here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get you into a Get her an apartment. apartment. Start paying for it. Here's, uh, you know, I'll put down the security deposit. What does that mean? You're in. You have to find a roommate. Since you're you still can't afford, now. You can't afford the apartment. The you got to right. find a roommate. No, I'm not, I'm not signing the lease. I know better than that. Well, if she doesn't have a job, you, somebody's got to sign it. So what happens in 30 days when she doesn't have money to pay right. the rent? I'll find then she's a, back in your house. Yep. I'll find a guest house for her. Still requires a down payment. <laughs> There's no answer for this. I always hear parents talking about kicking their kids out. And they see like 25-year-olds living at home. They never do it. Might be time for the Peace Corps. Or <laughs> military. Senator military at 19. That's not a bad idea. Sign her up. Uh, Cody just messaged in. Kevin's actually on the wrong guy. You know Kirby's living rent-free till she's 40 or when Pop-Pop exactly. passes in five years. Exactly. Won't have to worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what everybody keeps emailing saying. I mean, she is getting hosed for money and food. Yes. She's being ridden more than a, than Seattle slew. Good reference, Kyle. Bring up the great Seattle slew, or just pay up a couple. Just pay a couple months of her OnlyFans uh, page, yeah. and you and that's then she, you know that's fine. That's what yeah, a little I mean, bit of know, head start in life. Not yeah. only the OnlyFans, but maybe uh, you could help out right off the bat to find jobs for her. Then Do she's you know got a friend, go but she don't want a job. She's got to yeah. go to the job. Well, you can find a job for someone if they don't so go to it. We don't know not. everything about it, but she doesn't have a car. She doesn't have any of that stuff. Then, right? I mean, she's, you've got a deadbeat on your hands. It's your fault. That is on you to a certain extent. Yeah, it's like you fed a, a feral cat. They're not. They ain't going anywhere. The best idea here is to build a time machine and go back eighteen and a half years and and. If you she know, refuses, out. Uh, I'm sorry, you know, if she refuses, he pulled out. here's yeah. what you're doing, you know, here's requirements. If you're going to live here, you're going to do some upkeep of the house. That's what he said in December. I know. And she's not listening. It's eviction time. All right. I don't know how evictions work with parents. I know they talk a big game, but I've never seen anybody actually pull it off. I would. I would, too, yeah. because we're not parents. Damn right. We don't have any attachment like that. I've I never think my parents would have. I'm on the phone to Chief Running Water so fast. <laughs> See, that's the thing. You had the fear of people of color coming to take you away. She doesn't. She probably uh, goes to that every Friday. At the fear of Kurt Vesley's hand. Yeah. Oh, I was scared to death that my uh, dad would kill me. Yeah. And I still stuck around until I was 23. There's fear of Torp. And oh, he never, he he never so once lifted yeah. it. But you didn't want to disappoint oh, him or depress him? your father oh, gets it's home. the worst. This guy says, cut her off, change the code to the Wi-Fi, stop the AC to her room, and take the car away. Yeah. She'll just move into another room. Yeah, she'll just live in the living room then, yeah. Or if you have a big enough yard, tough shed, there you go. Yeah. 
Ah, so, you know what? Me. Tough shed, three hots and a cot. She's fine. You made a person. You're stuck with it. That STD never that leaves. Is, when it comes down to it, it's on you yep. for her to ha- have that attitude. Yep. The STD you created is stuck to you. And if you kick her out, she'll just become a bigger whore. There's nothing you can do. Kirby wants to get a job this summer. Does she? That's great. And she likes money. That's a good thing. Uh, speaking of, this, dear Brady, how much would it take for you to leave a job you like for one you hate? I just got offered a new job in El Paso, Texas. 90000 more a year to head up a project that I will hate because of the location, and it will be all stress. Plus, it's only four years, and then it's over. Make my choice for me, Jason. Not taking it. You wouldn't? No. Just for four years? No. Another uh, ninety grand a year for four years? You suck it up, man. It takes another 10 years off your life. Ah, crap. So does all the food you eat and it doesn't matter. Come on. You do things that uh, make know, it I'd easier rather have to it live that today. Way. I'd rather have it my way. Plus, El Paso, like, houses are $40. It's not bad. I've been to El Paso. Oh, it's a dump. It's okay, don't do it. sucks. Yeah. Oh. That's what I'm saying. But it's still, though, the, the house, I could live in El Paso. I don't know how much he is making, 90000 extra. 90000 a year in El Paso. I look at these, some of these situations, too. And it does come down to you. You're the one that creates yeah. the, you know, I'm going to be miserable, blah, right. blah, blah. That's, you're bringing that to the party already. If the 90 grand isn't enough to alleviate some of the stress, 90 grand extra. Right. And it's got to be, I mean, that's got to be a promotion. Oh, huge. Yeah. So let's say he's making 90 now. He gets $180,000 for four years. Sock it away. Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a game changer. El Paso's so cheap to live in El Paso. I mean, you're going to get stabbed every day by the border you go jumpers. four oh. years, you know, you only have to do two years of beans and rice, rice and beans. <laughs> Sock away that 90K a year. Yeah, I would eat that up. It's the Maryvale of Texas. Although I will say, there's been opportunities earlier on here uh, with this show that uh, some huge money was tossed in my direction of places that I knew I would hate. And I didn't like, I don't like I knew the boss. I didn't like the boss. I didn't like the position. I, I, but that's a pretty good one if it's a short term and you know it. All right, here we go with this one. Uh, dear Brady, my husband got a tattoo. This is brutal. Good luck with this one. My husband got a tattoo on his chest of his dead wife's name. I begged him not to do it. He's been talking about it for a few years, and he did it. Worst of all, he had his sons do it, too. Uh, it broke my heart, and I told him it's hard for me already, and the fact that you did this is a constant reminder I can never be what she was. Should I leave? I don't feel like I matter. I'm sorry. I'm very emotional. Tammy. Oh, boy. Um, oh, boy. Dead wife's name on the chest. After he married after you. After the fact. Like, if it was there when you met him, that's different. I don't think there's anyone... That would tell you, you should go ahead and do that yeah. if you want your uh, new relationship to It's to not bloom. even a new relationship. He's married to this woman. It's like right. an established your existing relation. yeah, relationship exactly. to bloom. Can you, you know, imagine like having like your wife come to you least, now and say, I'm going to get my ex tattooed to my chest. I can't stop thinking about him. The best thing he could do right now is to quickly just... Tr- do a little turn and say, you know what? I'm going to be like the nose of a World War II plane, and I'm just going to put my kills down. My wife, <laughs> all the girls that I've had, and just list them out. Starting there. with the dead one, yeah. and then I'm going to load up with all the girls that I've yeah, knocked out. That's what it is. Just a list. Now, I think about it. If uh, 
like if your wife did that, it might be all right because then you can candy coat them every once in a while. And then you can drown them in your stuff. <laughs> She's got a big name on her chest. Like, ah, take that. Target practice. Yeah, it's like a target. For a woman to That's, see that on a man's chest, there's too much emotion. And if he's clinging on to the other, and then the boys to do it? Yeah, the whole family is just Ooh. missing. Like, you have done no. You're no family favorite. <laughs> you have not made a mark. How about ask him this? Um, can you get my name tattooed on there, too? Yeah, square it up. Yeah, square it up a little bit. I got it. Let the dead one's there. But how about, like, put, uh, you know, 1975 to 2018. Under the dead wife, and then put me on there in 1981 dash. Yeah, I like yeah, that. Yeah. Throw, throw my name on there. At least let me know I'm part of the tombstone. I mean, he is committed to the What if you would turn around, uh, you know, you have an X, too? Yeah. Still alive, you could still put your X on there with the dash next to it. Yeah. She could you square never it up on her chest. If he's still alive, it's a threat. But this dude's... It's still... You know what? It's still a threat, even it's though that still, person's dead. It's a threat to saying, insult. wait a minute, you're always... You're not over that. Yeah, it's an insult. It's basically like, you're a good replacement, but you're not the one. Unless she was told from the get-go... That's true. That, look, I'm, I will always have a place oh. in my heart for this person, and I, and I won't, you know... You accept that. Please, I'm, I'm accepting you as my partner right now. Because right. we had that one friend that... She never got over uh, her original husband. Which one? For years. Big Mike. Pool guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah, but she did. But he. But from the get-go, she told him this is the... It, but I mean, he was comfortable, and she made him feel yeah. like, you're the guy, but listen, he will always... Right. He's always going to have a place alive. in this home. Yeah, if he was still alive. Yeah, he just, you're going to take his place here. But yeah. It's, and, you know, he made the best of it. Yeah. But they were also older. And but I, I would say the communications w- was way more open at the beginning. Yeah. Anytime you date a widow or widower, you got that bag to carry around. But you don't want that person to move on in life and then start tattooing. And later on, yeah. well, you know what? I'm going to get some ink. Should she leave? That's a tough one. This is written like a West Side back of a pickup truck in Old, <laughs> old English, English. And they have the <laughs> yeah. dates, R.I.P. You know, then that, all right, whatever. Uh, this guy says, tell that whore she wasn't the first round pick. The one he wanted's dead. You weren't the first choice. And she's mad her stepkids have their mom's name. She's just being a C word. <laughs> I don't see it that way. You're the starter right now. You've yeah. got the job. Look, the last one retired. The team has to keep moving forward. You can't keep putting Michael Jordan's name all over everybody's but again, uniform. To do the ring of honor on your actual body yeah. is a tough one. Way past the retirement age. Yeah. Yeah, you can't you can't draft a new team and then go, boy, I miss the old days. Pictures around the house. I've had people, I know people who have had uh, spouses pass away and they have their pictures up and it's scared off a few ladies. You know, and I understand that. It's like, oh, it's a measuring contest. Chicks don't like that. They don't like being measured up to the old one, especially the dead ones. Brutal. Anyway. Yeah, that's not a it, it, it's not a good move to begin yeah. with. But it, you got to talk about it and say, "Do you understand how I how it makes me feel?" Make her feel horrible. But Nicholas says she's being a c word. <laughs> <laughs> He's got Hilarious. the fresh tat. I don't know. That might be him. 
I mean, I almost want to get a tattoo of my ex on there because she almost died. It reminds me how happy I could have been. <laughs> but it was so close. But You know better. Bin Laden missed her. Yeah, but it would have been like, I would have like the word almost and then the trade center's on her. Like, ooh, we were that close. <laughs> she got out. So I lost that battle twice. Uh, there you go. That, my friends, is what Brady did, and you all have problems. It's 98KUPD. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98KUPD. Still streaming. Holmberg's morning sickness. Online at 98KUPD.com. I got an email from somebody that said, you mentioned... Uh, trying to be lured away. Like at radio stations asking us to move. And they wanted to know where. You want to hear the scammiest scam of all times? I almost fell for it, too. This is the thing about that guy who emailed and said, no, I got a job opportunity to do this. Here's what I never put into play, that people are evil. This is this was a lesson in evil. So we're doing good here at KUPD about two years into it. And uh, get a call from an old manager. He's got an opportunity in Chicago and Atlanta. And I mean, he tosses a number at me at the time. I couldn't not listen. And so I'm sitting there thinking, what do you want from me? And he goes, I want you to bring yourself, who you choose, and I'm going to take three or four other shows, and I'm going to build this gigantic 14-man show. I'm going to sign you to a two-year deal and get you in there. You can go to Atlanta or you can do Chicago, but I'm taking tons of talent from uh, the, the country and I'm going to move them into these places. I'm like, holy cow. What he was doing, as it turned out, because I got tipped by Bruce St. James, of all people, to be careful. So because they're going to throw astronomical amount of money at you. They're basically buying out morning shows in cities they weren't doing well in. The ones that were kind of winning here, another one was in... Uh, uh, where was that one? Was it Dallas? There was a couple other cities where this, this particular company was getting trounced by certain shows. Get them out of the market. Get them out of the market. Pay them to leave. And then fire them immediately. And get them gone. Like, break up everything that's going on. And I sat there and thought, that would have been awesome. Had I taken that job with the contract I would have left for what I would have signed, I'd have ended up losing like a third of what they gave me. I would, I would just, I, in my brain, I thought, oh, that'll work, and, yeah. and this will last forever. He had no intentions of making it last forever. In fact, he had intention of making it destroy my career by putting me in a situation with a bunch of people that wouldn't have worked out. Not, Bruce St. James doesn't even know that, but he's like saved my... I was close. I was close to going, boys, we're, we're going to pick up, and we're going to move over, and we're going to get involved in this gigantic operation of, you know, Shows that are all over the place. It has been horrifying. And he did it. He took 13 different people and put them on one show. And it lasted three months. Oh, all of them fired. It was, it was the epitome of evil on how to handle stuff. To pretend to be your friend. And so you do have to be careful when somebody throws you a lot of money and you're like, wait a minute. For what? And they might just be buying you away. And setting you up to never, ever get back to that spot. Sometimes it's that tortoise in the hair thing. Yeah, you get four years making whatever money he was going to give me in one. But I would have never gotten that. And I didn't see that. I didn't see that move at all. I didn't think people could be that horrible. 
He's a douche. Still survives, too, somehow in radio. He's still out there? Oh, yeah. And had the nerve to come up to me once and go, hey, we're all good, right? Like, I know what you did. Like, I know what you did. That's exactly a successful uh, operator there. If he, yeah. if he pulls that off, oh, the company it's looks huge, like, yeah. hey, thank you. And he's in he charge of like other markets. Six markets would have been better. It would have gotten us out of the way. It's crazy. Yeah, it used to be, a, the radio used to be a little different than, than it is now. It's a whole lot more corporate. That used to be a whole bunch of cutthroat, evil little big companies cutting up little companies. Because we were tiny at the time. KUPD was Sandusky owned, and this was a major company who's going to slice our heads off and put the station in turmoil. It's all he needed. So always beware of the giant check. They look great. They taste good. But it's like Gollum in that ring, man. Isn't it, Larry? Like Gollum. <laughs> there he is. I knew Larry would get to it eventually. <laughs> uh, it's time for the entertainment drill. It's brought to you by our friends over at reactdefense.com. It's the home of tactical black self-defense training. And uh, I don't know if you guys saw that dude on the, on the light rail stabbing people this yeah. weekend. Did you see that? Here's the crazy part about that. He made a couple of moves. Then I'm like, ah, oh, I maybe would have been able to do something about that. Had If the guy getting stabbed would have had training at Tactical Black, that would have ended really fast. Really fast. Because this dude did the quintessential overhand stab slowly motion. And when you train with knife attacks and stuff like that uh, at Tactical Black, you learn that right away. If he's close enough to stab it, he's, you're, he's close enough to take an elbow right across the bridge of the nose. You can end him real fast. And it was amazing how I was watching that video going, oh, now, oh, do this, oh. And the poor guy was trying the best he could to kick him away, which isn't a bad move at all. But all I could, all I could think was, if only he had a couple of sessions there with uh, Jay and Josh and Tony and the gang up there at, uh, at the House of Brews. It's unbelievable how crazy this gets. And you have video of it. it this dude was in charge just because he had a knife. Knife fights are no fun. Uh, but if the guy's that close, and he did get to him a couple of times and, and got him. So uh, it just keep that in mind, uh, that, that when you see that stuff, there are ways to immediately say, oh, my God, I have a defense for that. Whether it works or not is in the moment. But you, 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 it will. It is tried and true, and it's unbelievable. You watch that video, it's scary as hell. There's another dude behind him, too. You're sitting there waiting for that guy to make a move. He never does. But the guy with the knife is just, he's just free-for-alling right there, and he gets to him. Uh, you, you don't want to be caught in that situation without having some tools in the tool belt. They'll give them to you up there. ReactDefense.com is where you go. It's the home of Tactical Black. Brady Entertainment. Great news for Tay-Tay fans. Oh, yeah? Looks like Taylor Swift can begin writing her new album. She broke up with somebody. She broke up with her boyfriend of uh, six years. Whoa. Oh, that's going to be a double album. <laughs> yeah. Frampton comes alive. <laughs> Let's hope she does shine on and you feel like it. Makes, um, makes Frampton boring somehow. <laughs> Did the guy leaving her just say, I just, after six years, I still They grew don't get apart. It. She's They're still so good boring. friends. Which means she must be boring. Yeah. How do you leave, how did Taylor Swift, unless she just dumps you, like, if she's exciting at all, right now, that's like being Stedman. He doesn't want to travel around on tour. Then don't. I mean, yeah. I, I don't want to watch did, her. Went, for Stay six in years. Stedman's house in the backyard. But again, I mean, I, you can tolerate if she's at least a little fun. That's leaving Oprah is impossible. I can see the first year being fun or whatever on the road and you're. He's been there six, so, I mean, he's got... She's at the height of her powers right now. You're not walking away from that kind of earner. 
that's what's funny is another earner couple at the time, just one guy, Tiger Woods, ex. More information's coming out a about crazy it. girl? Yeah. What'd well, she do? Well, they're talking about how, you know, her big claim is now the verbal agreement that she could live there five more years. Right. But uh, evidently, she started uh, living the lavish lifestyle, and it got a little out of hand. Well, sure. And so that's where the ending kind of came from. All right, you're kind of... You're, you're pushing your boundaries. Yeah. I noticed when they replayed Tiger's 2019 Masters win, they had a show on over the weekend, and they had uh, memories of uh, the great moments. And yeah. he's sitting next to Nicholas and Scotty Scheffler's there. And they walked him to walk me through this, Tiger. What were you thinking right here? And, and he's like, he's walking off the 18th green. He goes, there's my son. The first thing I see is Charlie. And I give him a hug. And he said, and that's an amazing moment. And then I hugged my mom. And that's incredible. And I'm looking at the video they're watching. And I remembered thinking, Tiger's girlfriend's not very cute. Yeah. But that didn't surprise me after seeing all the Perkins waitresses and stuff. And then, uh, and then he hugged his daughter, and he's like, I didn't want her face on the camera. She doesn't like that, so I, I intentionally block that. And then they, like, blurred the girl out. Wow. Because I remember his next hug was her, and they didn't even talk about it. They talked about everything else, but they didn't bring her up. And that has to suck for Tiger now that you think about it, because that was one of the great moments in sports. And part of that is him hugging that lunatic. You know, when he's walking off the 18th green. Now they can just completely. Now they can just digitally get yeah, out. Yeah, and he can just, it's an air hug. But part of his memory. He just hugged himself after <laughs> right. the victory. He gave himself <laughs> a super tiger hug. Hello, friend. <laughs> what a great tiger hug. Evidently, Tiger told Jack Nicholas that he's going to the uh, Champions Tour because they allow a golf oh, cart. Senior. Oh, really? Because he can barely walk. Yeah. It's sad to watch. A mini riot broke out. During a stage musical version of The Bodyguard is going on in the UK because audience members wouldn't stop singing along. <laughs> Production had to be stopped. <laughs> I will always love you, Wayne. And they stood up and they wouldn't shut well, up sure. and they kept singing. What's wrong with that? Pretty funny, but then. Okay. That's why you'd go to it's The Bodyguard. Over. The, the story stinks. Gotta get out of the next scene. The only reason to go is the song. Russell Crowe says he's slightly jealous that he's not involved in the Gladiator sequel. Well, it's a little... He could make a little cameo, yeah. at least. Or couldn't he be the, like he, the trainer passed down? Did he die in the end of it? Oh, yeah, he did. That's yeah, right. I think. I'm thinking of the, uh, the guy that trained him, won his freedom. I, don't, I didn't like Gladiator. Yeah, he did die at yeah. the Technically, it looked like he did. He was. <laughs> yeah, they could they could re- resurrect him. I suppose. Good. Su- the Super Mario movie killed it over the yeah. weekend. Two hundred and five million dollars uh, domestic. Nobody cared about the Italian accents or lack thereof. I did. Did you? Yeah, that's why you didn't go. That's right. I protested during the Star Wars celebration event in London on Friday. Lucasfilm announced that there's a new movie in the works featuring the return of Daisy Ridley as Rey. They're actually. Three movies being planned, Who? but it sounds like they're yeah. unrelated. Uh, but Disney says this movie will take place 15 years after her Who else is in initial it? trilogy. Did you see? Um, and Star Wars is over, by the way. This is the official end of Star Wars. They didn't. Uh, Jack Black uh, and Lizzo. Oh, she was in The Mandalorian. He was. Yeah. And both and, of them. And Lizzo. They were the king yeah. and Is that queen. from the show? I already saw, I saw that episode. they said episode. they were going to keep them involved in the rest of it. My Star Wars experience has been ruined. I told yeah. you. Yeah. See, people it who was, love Star was, Wars. I, I, am, 
I, I can I can withstand just about anything. <laughs> Not visuals of Lizzo. They, they were horrible <laughs> in that. I mean, and, like to even take it one step further, I love Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, he was awesome in Nobody. Yeah, yeah, he sucked in this. Yeah, well, Doc it's Brown. not very good. The problem is, is it's like a porn. It's not that good a story. But, but that's not true because uh, a lot of these episodes have been pretty great, and John Favreau has done an amazing job with this yeah. whole series, except for a few episodes, and this is one of yeah. them. Well. I wonder if he, if uh, Bryce Dal- Dallas. Howard and is, she is to bringing blame the people well. in. Yeah. She is well, to blame as well. Shame on you. Star Wars. Shame, shame on, on you, Star Wars. Shame. Larry. Shame. Hates the Star Wars now. Oh. You're pushing Star Wars fans away. It's very sad. But again, you're an older Star Wars fan. They don't want you sticking around anymore. No. They want the kids. I don't, I don't. I'm hoping that's a one and done because that was. It's not. As the show goes on, Grogu, Grogu keeps getting cuter and cuter and <laughs> the story keeps getting it's not younger good. and younger. Yeah. Yeah. Lizzo. When I saw that she's part of the Star Wars universe, I'm like, they'll do anything. Now. You know, They're married for just a second. Yeah, not me. She didn't act very well. I mean, even her acting. Neither did Jack Black. And neither really. did Jack Black. And neither did Christopher not very Boyd. good. She was there for yeah. catering. Yeah. <laughs> you know, for a nice spread. He's already yeah. uh, produced a song off the Mario's movie because he, he voices Bowser. Right. Yeah. And he's done a song, a love song to Peaches. That's beautiful. I don't need Jack Black in my Star Wars. <laughs> I like Jack Black high and uh, in Tenacious the, D. That's about it. Stick to Jumanji. Yes. Yeah, I don't want that either. I never watched those. They're terrible too. Stay in the Jumanji just, just world. Give me the. Get out of Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Don't go to Star Wars. But that tells me that they're going to cast anybody oh, and sure. everybody now. Yeah. Yeah. So it's they've jumped the shark. Oh, it's, it's happy days. Years well, ago. they started doing it. Ted McGinley showing up next. <laughs> Ted McGinley and Star Wars. They were putting a bunch of comedians in it. Like yeah. Bill oh, yeah. Burr and. Um, yeah, but those guys aren't like. I I you yeah, know like good. names aren't yeah, Bill Burr was they're great. not grabbing uh, yeah, attention know, away right. from Star Wars. That's a complete yeah. Yes, I was hoping for Caliendo at some point. Yeah, someday. Not happening. Yeah. Anyway, sorry for Star Wars getting ruined, yeah. but it's been about eighteen years. It's been bad. So that was a punch in the gut. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. It was horrible. Well, if it was Lizzo's gut, she probably felt very little of it. <laughs> uh, we're all done. Uh, Larry's coming up next. Depressed about Star Wars or not, Larry is coming up right behind us, and he's got tickets maybe to Disturbed, maybe to You Fest, all sorts of info about all those things coming your direction. Guns and, and Roses tickets. You got Guns and Roses? Okay, he's got GNR too. Wow. We got a lot of shows coming to town. Larry will take care of you. You guys be nice to him. We will see you tomorrow right here in the morning sickness. So long. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.